On this episode of Nightcaps at the Theater, our first annual Frightcap celebration comes to a loudly crying close. But a new life emerges. Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby. Otters its first coup. Cloven hooves and all. One of the most controversial horror movies of all time is on the end of our pitchforks. And we aren't afraid to cling tight to our kitchen knives as we discuss uneven relationships, the true merits of Tannis Root, and the bumbling buffoonery of a bunch of senile Satanists. So get cozy, grab yourself a mug of chocolate mousse, or should I say mouse, put on your most comfortable maturity wear, and prepare your scrabble tiles. Every one of them witches. Whatever could that mean? La 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 Speak it. Or don't, don't smell Speak it. Speak and say the movie. The cow goes. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky cow. Spooky Ooh. cow. What if it was all the noises of like an animal's death gurgle? Yeah. Like a, a spooky speak and say. The chicken goes. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch a vampire dog with Norm Macdonald? No, I'm sad because so... I'm a vampire obsessed well, person. It's it's one of those like straight to DVD like mm-hmm. talking dog movies. Oh, oh, I've heard. Is this like ghost dog? <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm a I'm a talking I, dog. There's a YouTube channel no. I think of Obscura Lupa that reviewed it. No, the, well, the, there is a ghost dog one with Chris yeah. Christopherson. He's like, mm. ah, like he comes, he comes back into like to his owner. He's like, hi, I'm a dog. I can talk now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like Chris Christopherson is like I gotta save your marriage <laughs> oh, boy. speaking of dog based movies there's a dog based Heidi like you know the little Heidi girl Klum? The, no little girl of the Alps it's a book have you ever read um, little book? girl of the Alps goes and like lives in the big city and discovers herself but it's all dog based and one of the dogs says because a big plot point in the the book is that there's this crippled child that they push over a cliff or try to. Oh, like in Mac and Me. It's weird. It's like <laughs> Mac and Me, exactly. Without, you know, all the clips. It's like, oh, over and over again. But they did this with dogs. And one of the dogs says, time to kill the cripple. Time to kill the cripple. And like a sing-song thing. And that's the most infamous thing about the movie. And I don't know why I know that. But I'm hmm. drunk enough to remember that. So... Welcome to another episode of Nightcaps at the Theater, or should I say, Frightcaps at the Theater. Spooky! Oh. Halloween may be dead, but we sure aren't at, on the outside, yeah, just we're on working the on We it. would have recorded maybe a week prior, but I had a haunted hangover <laughs> and a bleeding oh migraine. Oh my, well, I'm uh, the working dead Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey. Because literally, that's my life now, and who else am I here with? My other specters. I'm the malicious Mark Zebro Jr. <laughs> <laughs> 
Give me a minute to think of one. <laughs> Nothing will be back You didn't prepare? Backerbear so. <laughs> is too perfect. Just, the working dead like threw me for a loop. Yeah, I, I got oof. it prepared, baby. It was one of those weeks I that I was we like, I'm gonna, this is what I'm living for. I didn't know we were stepping up. That yeah, was good. Step that pussy up, Matthew. <sighs> yeah, that's right. We're going there tonight. Oh, boy. John's a bottle in, everybody. Yeah, but I'm not that drunk. He's not that drunk! <laughs> He's, He's not, not that, that drunk! drunk. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna take one from uh, Matt Groening's credits in every mm-hmm. haunted treehouse yeah. episode, or Treehouse of Terror. Treehouse of Horror. Why not Terror? No, it's always been Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, I own what the kind of Simpsons. I own you? the DVDs. They get rid of Apu and yeah. look who goes first, Matthew Cabrera. <laughs> Apu, come again? No, he won't. <laughs> oh man! As soon as he's gone, I'm, I've never seen a Simpsons. <laughs> no, who I, is that? Old Simpsons classic shit. Oh. Yeah. Treehouse of Horror. Well, that's always something that's confused me. Why, why, why not go for the alliteration? It's mm, just bad Simpsons. I don't know. Well, what's your name? <laughs> Mad Matt. Oh. I almost said Matt Ooh. Graining. Uh, <laughs> Mad Matt Cabrera. Oh. My name is Matt. <laughs> and I live in the desert. Oh where it's gosh. full of fucking vultures we will watch and that. psychopaths. Can we agree we will watch that at some point? I have the sure. Blu-ray, so you don't even need to bring it. Can we avoid Fury Wait, but Road? Do you, but do you what? I love Fury Road. I, I oh, if you're talking it. about Fury Road, do you have the uh, black and chrome version, though? I don't think so. Oh, That's wow. too hipster for me at this point <laughs> in my life, so you're all, responsible for all that. All the I movie is hipster. I love the first one. I do like the early ones, but this one, it was... A, well, I think can I give you a little experience of mine about that movie? A little tangent before we get on to tangents. Let's um, <laughs> I was supposed to see that movie, but my so-called friends had a decision. To go see Pitch Perfect 2 instead. <laughs> These are two straight men that I'm friends with. And I'm like, Mad Max Fury Road is right in the fucking well, next theater. And you want to see Pitch Perfect 2? They're seeing I want to kill them. They're seeing it for the hot babes. Anna Kendrick, come on. Anna Kendrick uh, is adorable. But yeah. that is not worth hearing like fire fucking guitars going off in the next room. That I was like, yeah. I don't know. You could hear the cinematography. I, I, you already see it. You could hear it through the wall. If I, I really wanted to see uh, Anna Kendrick, I'd just Google her, add nude, go to celebjihad.com, look at the Photoshop. She was a Broadway child. Don't treat her like just that. Just look at the uh, the fake, uh, what is that, where you uh, can digitally... Oh, deep fakes. Deep fakes. That's yeah. it. Just go on your local porn hub. Just like our Smash League, a deep fake. There's a deep fake of me out there somewhere. Well, I know it. I can smell it. <sighs> Tangent over. TV court is in session. Who's presiding over this jury today? Uh, I, I say, I, I, I say, I, the uh, I would like to take the court, Your right, Honor. Welcome to the. I was going to say, welcome to the stage. Welcome to the stand. <laughs> the Honorable Ooh. Judge Mark Zebro Jr. Well, uh, I guess like this is something we've all watched, so I'll just go right off the bat. Ooh, Cast- starting off, Castlevania, everybody. Oh, no, Castle I, Rock. And I, I have like, not seen. Oh, this. you haven't oh, seen no. it. Why oh. not? It's only like five episodes. No, it's like That's eight, no. episodes, it's eight of episodes teasing, and then two episodes of goodness. It's essentially later. season one. Part two. I know. Uh, well, we'll get many, into too that. many episodes for me. Um, Mark has not played any Castlevania games. I've played almost every Castlevania da, 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 da. game. I know the music. I'm a it. huge Castlevania fan. Just as we were, Matt delivered my goods, which was uh, Symphony of the Night record by Symphony Mondo of and a, a pin or two. Limited edition. But um, I'll listen to that tomorrow. That'll get me through tomorrow. Some Chinese food in that. Very you know, nice. Very excited for that. I... Um, huge Castlevania fan. Love the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Even though season one, three episodes, four episodes, was the biggest cock tease ever done it to was, the human race. It, it was great. Well, like, I think it was more just like a, a teaser, yeah. sort of a test, where yeah. it's like, I wonder how this will receive. And it's great. It's mm-hmm. great it's, uh, animation, great gore effects that they have mm-hmm. in there, too. Voice acting Voice is superb. Acting is superb. Yeah. Like um, Richard Armitage, yeah. who's, uh, I think, Thorne Oakenshield yeah, in the Hobbit movies. Yeah, big wigs up in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, even like Dracula, and even oh, all God. these other... Dracula, vi- and they make him such a sympathetic villain. Yeah. Like, oh, even all these other villains just what I want from my Dracula daddies <laughs> even all these like other uh, like Hector and Isaac yeah. who I knew I I, I watched that um, uh, history of Castlevania that I sent you yeah yeah wow I'm so proud of you I it do, was long I, I didn't know some people can't didn't, stand the long YouTube videos. it didn't feel that long and it was pretty uh, pretty informational, yeah. Or, uh, informational comprehensive yeah and I'm the drunk <laughs> and uh, I, you know I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, GameSpot fan these days. Yeah, so, that's uh, decent. So I sent it your way. Neither yeah, am I. but and, um, I enjoy it. I feel like season two though was a bit of a tease because oh yeah, spoiler, not a big one. Uh, <laughs> Dracula has this fantabulous court of vampires, and only one is really a major two, pe- two, and then the rest don't even get speaking roles. But, and I'm like, Ooh. but the one you gotta really listen to is Peter Storm yeah, there, and yeah. like, like, where he's like, what did he say? Because <laughs> he, I, he's like Norwegian. He's a Viking yeah. vampire. Finger fingers. Literally, like, there's all these like other like impressive looking vampires, and here's mm-hmm. just like Peter Storm there, just doing his like heightened like villainy accent. Yeah. Like, like we do we all know who Peter Stormare yeah. is right, Matt? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. He's um he's been in a lot of things. Like remember Minority Report? He's the guy that switches the eyeballs for. Uh, we did watch Minority Tom Report Cruise. in Her Humanities. Remember. I don't remember that at all. I do. I have was a better... I in Manny's class? No, I was in a different one, but you okay. watched it. He's, uh, he I was... watched it on my own. He was in the oh, second uh, Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. He's, he was in... Um... Oh, he was in Until Dawn. Yeah. He's the uh, he's the psych doctor. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was great. Uh, they even confirmed season three. Yeah, which is good because my initial... Like, one of my like negative factors about it was like, is there going to be a season three? Because there's no more. Or, you know, well, it ends in a way mm-hmm. that's like vague. It's like it could happen, it could not. But mm-hmm. I'm glad well, there's a season three. Well, I also know, like, even through that history, it's like, oh, I know there's a, there's a game that follows Hector and, yeah. and Isaac's the villain. Yeah. And so there, there's some stuff to... As th- long as Alucard comes back, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I of course. Him. I, I love him that. so. That, that, that trio was great. No, that trio is good. Mm-hmm. And they're all equal, like, doing things. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, this is fun. Good a, balance. A nice nice banter from all <laughs> Just of like them. Futurama. Good fundamentals. First the large <laughs> women, then the small <laughs> women, then, then the, the snoo yeah. Then the petite women. Then all the women. And uh, just to, I guess, to bounce off of that, uh, so the producer, Adi Shankar, uh, responsible for this uh, series, has also now announced that uh, a Zelda series is I know, I read about that. Yeah. If he did a good job... Well, no, no nobody explicitly it. said Zelda. People I know, are they did. On they, to Zelda. They, I mean, I hope it's linked to the past Zelda. If anything, he says he says there's an announcement coming. Well, like through. I mean, he did Castlevania. What if yeah. it's Metroid? Oh God! I mean, you know, a good along Metroid. The same vein. We haven't got a bad Metroid anime since Other M. The baby. <laughs> Uh, the bait that's all welcome to the pyrosphere welcome to the biosphere welcome to the fryosphere <laughs> we gotta say this for the video game podcast I know. coming down the pipe it's coming it's gonna be- feel free to record here it's not like anything it's, fun goes on in it's here it's gonna be part of our night nightcaps universe <laughs> i love that the extended, <laughs> the, the extended universe, universe. The, the the end uh 
E-U. <laughs> that means I have to do, like, an entirely, like, Dame Maggie Smith podcast or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, We'll fuck. have a whole network, don't worry. Yeah, hopefully. Alright, so, uh, next, uh, Haunting on Hill House. Let's save that for last. Because uh, for, that's last? for last? Yeah. Matt, have you I'll watched this? That. Nope. Not okay. a I want to save episode. it for last, Alright, fine. Matt, you had your time. It's good shit. <laughs> I know. Uh-oh. Uh, next one, uh, Curious Creations of, uh, Christine McConnell. I haven't heard of this. This just came out today. So, uh... Such alliteration! I know, right? Like, Producers. uh, This crazy crowd is crackers. I I was only, like, looking at maybe a couple, like, little sneak peeks, I guess, through, like, YouTube ads. Uh And, uh, apparently this girl, Christine McConnell, she's a real person. She's, she has her own, um, famous on Instagram for, like, uh... These uh, for baking. Uh, oh yes, I art, heard arts her. and crafts. Yeah, uh, and she's a model because um, nostalgia chick mentioned her, Lindsay Ellis. Okay, she's like obsessed with her, and like there was a whole video about like selling out on YouTube that was very interesting. Look up uh, Lindsay Ellis. All of her hmm. creations are like like weird and creepy and creative, mm-hmm. uh, and she she's a tall, pale, <laughs> nice. beautiful, beautiful drink of water. Oh my goodness. So I, I caught this on today before uh, I came over here. I watched, there's only six episodes and it acts like, you know, like a regular, like craft, uh, um, baking show yeah. with the, with added, like the actual skits or there's like a extended theme going on. Mm-hmm. She's like interacting with like, like reanimated, like mm-hmm. animal puppets. Remind and, like, me of my there, tangent. Cause you're going to love this. There, there's like a, like, um, a wolf man, you know, kind of cool. like sweetums looking That's cool. and it's, it's quirky and it's fun. Like this is what I thought Sabrina was going to be. Oh, we'll get Netflix. To, save oh, yeah. that for me. I will. I, will. I got it. I butchered it. Don't I, worry. I did watch Sabrina. I gave that five minutes. No, well, I'm going to well, finish we'll it. Good, I'm gonna good finish for it. you, Matt. Good for you. I'm through. I'm going to finish it. We'll get to that. Continue. We'll talk. And yeah, so like basically it's, it's quirky. It's creepy. It's, it's creative. And, uh, I totally recommend. It's where, only where, a half hour long. Where can we find this? I'll watch it. Because I haven't heard of it. Netflix. Netflix. It just came out, just came out today. It. Very nice. It. It. Now, it. what is Netflix? It uh, is Netflix. a subscription that isn't film struck that still exists in the world. It, it also oh. somehow is... We need to discuss that too. It has invisible part. money where it can just put out anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's way of the future, as the aviator said. Way, way of the future. future. Way of the future. I'm gonna paint way some the future. bottles. It's gonna be way of the future. Way of the future. All right. Any other so, things to add to your uh, one crime more list? This what, is, is that used to the list of crimes. Yeah, this list is of a, charges, maybe. No, no, nice save. Your honor. <laughs> You're the honor. What are you talking uh, no, about? No, I'm just taking the stand here. So uh, objection. So this also comes from another recommend from John, and it's <gasps> over the garden wall. Yay! So I what? got Matt. Woo! I got Mark. Who's next? This is like my new Hocus Pocus. I need to watch this every Halloween. Yeah, it's literally like um, what an honor. I feel like I should give the reins to you because, like, you I have taste. You would say this is something I wanted to watch when it first came out. When I was still, I guess, maybe watching a little bit of Cartoon Network, and I was like, stuff. Some good stuff was coming around the boats. I mean, this comes from one of the. Co-creators of Adventure Time. What's his fucking name? I forgot. Nick Patrick. something. Patrick. Power oh, Patrick. Mikhail. Patrick. Mikhail. 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 Uh, Who's doing Pinocchio? We have to bring. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! With Guillermo. Oh my lord! I don't know what this Listen is. Listen to the story. Hey, I got a music. I, I don't know what this is, but I just went along with it. All right, so Your time's it, coming to a close. It's so wonderful. Keep it going. I, I I loved it. A lot of great guest appearances yeah. that were on it like John Cleese Lamb Trees Lament that's it oh my baby yeah. and it, it was it was it was great it was cute it was it was spooky yeah. at times it's deep opera music opera and the singers. fan theories whoo boy Ooh. I love that oh, yeah. I love me some of that and I and I <laughs> Ida. Decree to make Aunt Ida the new who boy. Who? <laughs> and 
add approved. Okay. I, I first discovered that series um, from back. Me. Well, no, first originally back when it came out. Um, mm. I was watching a friend's play. And during the intermission, what play? moi, you can't mention was, the play and not tell us the play. We're two theater locals. I mean, it was it was kind of like a medley. It had like a medley of songs. Or That's something. every musical. Every musical. <laughs> that narrows it down to the musical machine. <laughs> we found it. Wheel of musicals. Turn, turn, turn. What is the musical Matt saw? No, what I mean, I feel like it was. A selection of different musicals. So, that were so like, a, ca- a cabaret. Oh, a cabaret. I like a pastiche. Um, though, ooh, you know? That's a, that's some alliteration there. I like it. I, you know, I'm wordy. I'm a cunning linguist, as we've used many times on this Conali- podcast. Cunnilingus. Yeah. Well, let let Matt. I like my <laughs> I like my cabaret strong and my. Anyway, <laughs> Sally Bowles. <laughs> um, I don't know what we were watching. But okay. It was good. He was good. Was in good. It. Yeah. good job to my friend. Good. Um, but during the intermission, I went on the old AV club back when that was relevant and great. Sometimes they it's gave now. they gave this show that I'd never heard of. Actually, I didn't know if it was a show or what. Over the garden wall. They gave oh. it an A plus. Yeah. Let me tell you. You did tell me about this. This is a publication that has given out. A handful of A pluses over the years. Mm-hmm. Just like IGN it is too much water. It is know? a huge fucking deal when they give out an A plus. And I was like, I turned to the friend I was seeing this with. I was like, I, I <laughs> fell out of my seat and I was like, I need to, I need to leave right now. So I left my friend's show right in the middle, mm-hmm. drove an hour back home, and I waited two years to watch it until John really pushed me over the edge. Mm-hmm. I watched I, it first of our little chat group. I'll, I'll oh, say yeah. that because oh, yeah. I recommended another friend. I've got three for three so far. He gave me a VHS at gunpoint. I was like, put it in. <laughs> but uh, it was so worth it. I, lo- oh, I loved it. Uh, it's the I, best I tried, Halloween thing. It I, is. I tried planning it because there's uh, 10 parts, 11 minutes each. Yeah. You can try- that out I know. Day, I tried you know, doing a, one do a episode. I love that. I it's tried Halloween doing one episode a yeah. day up to the lead up of yeah. Christmas, and I just I couldn't. I watched all 10 right there. I was like, okay, maybe I'll do five. After the fifth, I was like, no, You're this hooked. is something that needs You're to hooked. happen. Yeah. Oh, as and that was October, when October November hits, you go. And that was when I had even less free time than I do now. So <laughs> mm-hmm. believe me, there is no excuse. You, you need to watch this. Yeah. yeah. All right. Over the garden wall. Anything else? I'm all set. Oh, all right. Next case. You know who's presiding? Is it me or Matt? Uh, I mean, I'll go. Mine is real quick. Okay. Actually, this is specifically TV. TV uh, court, yes. I don't want a mistrial. No overrules. Let's see. I don't think I've uh, I've been keeping up with the good place, and it's consistently good. I'm trying. Good. I'm trying. I'm Try- catching up. Oh. I have no time. No time. Oh, okay. Okay. Is this I like the you... newest season? Yeah. yeah. I okay. thought you were. Yeah. That was a dig on its you quality. Can, you could do whatever. It's great, but it I just have good, no yeah. time. No, no, that's fair. No, but uh, it's just consistently good. You know, watch it if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. Uh, I feel like it's a buzzy show. People are buzzing, yeah. so join People the buzz. People love it too. People I, love it. I had a uh, close friend of mine. I re- totally recommend. She's like just. Did it right out of the blue? It's like it's it's yeah, really great. I'm doing the same thing. It's great. So, I did it right out of the blue. I've heard enough praise about it that I'm like, okay, I'll give it yeah. a watch. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. uh, but something's I, I up in season one. I don't know what's going on, but something's mm. fishy. That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay, I haven't gotten far, but I'm going. I haven't gotten anywhere. <laughs> there's big shrimp and whatnot going around. <laughs> I don't know if this is really a good place. You know? Yeah. Well, how far have you gotten? I'm like early season one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, What's interesting about this is that it's like a serial comedy. Like you yeah. don't expect it to be so story driven, but it like really is narrative. Based. Okay, yeah, it's it's. And, I but think pushing even, daisies, I mean, is my pride and joy. That's mm-hmm. like my baby. 
But yeah, I, uh, pushing daisies. I I've still had that like freak of the week flavor. Yeah. Oh yeah, the good place. Like it's just it's so story driven. I I wanted to catch up on this week's past episode, but I didn't finish the week prior. Oh, so okay. I was like, mm-hmm. shit, I can't even watch this. You now. have to log into your Hulu again, by the way. Time's up. It's <laughs> logged out. You right. logged back in. So oh, you rekindle my fire. <laughs> All right. So, good place. Uh, I think that's it. All right. Court is adjourned there. Moving over to Honorable Judge Kwiatkowski. Oh, hate that last name. One hailing from the land of little flowers is my last name. That's great. I love that. It adds to my mystique, you know, my charm, my sobriquet, my stage name, you know. What's your drag name? Drag name? Sister James. How do you know? Sister James! (laughs) (laughs) We discussed this. You know what? They got auditions uh, coming up for for Doubt. Here I go. (laughs) There we go. Jonathan Kwiatkowski takes the stage. Uh, (laughs) Can I be Sister Aloysius? Almost. All right. I'm in court now. And we gotta talk about American Horror Story oh, because this season has been perfect until this episode. Oh. This episode was a complete and utter train wreck. What? I was like, I knew it was coming. It wouldn't be American yeah. Horror Story without. I knew it was coming. Yeah. It was a train wreck because none of the witches were involved. The Antichrist was offered a grape soda, no, a grape Fanta. Sorry, <laughs> and Sarah Paulson got the line, "I am HR, bitches," and. It sold me. This is classic, trashy American like, horror story after a... Like, I don't know how they did it. Wonderful episodes. And it's probably going to end shitty, but they got two left. Okay. Like, HR as in human resources? Yes. I am HR, bitches. And then it has Billy Eichner playing a straight guy who's into Sarah Paulson. And they have a bo- coconut cut, like... They're having fun with that, like... Coconut, coconut head. Billy Eichner's still on the show? Yeah, he's playing, like, three characters. Uh. Everyone's playing. Everyone gets three characters. But I'm gonna stick it out and I'll get to you. Oh, I've right. come this far. Yeah. Main content of the evening. The chilling adventures of Sabrina. Mm. If your lens has more grease on it than a toddler in Tiara's pageant, you might be in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Nice. I did a whole comedy set, Jeff Foxworthy style, of fucking Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And I'm going to stick it out and watch it, because they reference Woo. American Horror Story in it. They say Marie Laveau, who is a real witch in voodoo. Uh, I'll give you a history lesson later. But, yeah. um, it's okay. It's huh. taking off among my peers in the teacher world. They're like, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, but have you watched Haunting on Hill House? Which is the superior, which we'll get to next. Oh, yeah. But um, it's good. It's interesting. The dialogue's a little weird, but I wish it would push buttons more. It, mm. like, goes there. It's that Riverdale flavor. They mentioned Riverdale in episode one, and I'm like, of course. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, I get it. It's it's good, but there's so much damn fisheye lens. I don't know what to do with myself. And I feel like I'm insane. It's like 70% of the screen is blurred out, and we're only focused on, like, a middle. It's like this weird trip from, like, the 70s that they've done it. I don't... They're going for like It's that like a dreamy. Brian De Palma without, like, the clearness of the Brian De Palma cut, like, right down the middle of mm. the split screen, but mm. I don't know what they're doing, but... I haven't noticed that in the five minutes I gave it. I gave it five minutes <laughs> until... At least you gave um, it five. Give me five. I, I was, Our new Nork teaching initiative. Give me five. I think I was expecting something a little uh, different as someone who grew up in the 90s. Oh, so, well, that's a, so that's I, a, I, I watched, that's a hashtag uh, iconic series. I watched five so. minutes of this, and then uh, I logged out of Netflix, logged into Hulu, and watched like ten episodes of Better Sabrina choice. the Teenage Better Witch. Choice. And it's that was like, a blast. It could be good. It's just like... 
a few degrees below it. Like, you need to turn up the pot. I did yeah. watch one of those kind of, like, not BuzzFeed, but, like, it was, like, the cat, <laughs> oh. the, the, like, the cat, like, Melissa Joan Hart and the, I, I don't know, yeah, the actress's her, name. Her like, return to, like, cup, like, she threw the cup, right? You no. saw, like, the Harry Potter parody with Melissa Joan Hart? No. <laughs> I haven't I seen that. No, watch that. That's no literally, funny. there's... Like, they, someone goes Expelliarmus and she goes, cup, and throws a cup at a little boy, and it's hilarious. Literally, it's like, it's like the original cast of Sabrina, and they're watching, they're, they're watching the trailer for this, and they're, and they're just, like, kind of reacting, like, Carol, Ray from Hollywood Squares? It's <laughs> like, how come Salem didn't talk? I know. How come... He talks in the first episode, and that's it. Then he's just... Really? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like a demon. He's like, Sabrina. <laughs> but... Oh, that, no, he just goes, no sassiness from him. Yeah, I, I guess all the other characters are sassy yeah. enough. But this is closer to the technical source material. So Source material? Yeah, comic books. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> How do they work? All right, well, I'll give it a finish. And I'm sure I'll update you. Now we get to the, the magnum opus, the, the main case. Ooh, here get we are. Phoenix Attorney, Ace and Law. Um, Exhibit A. Yeah, Haunting of Hell House by Mike Flanagan. Good stuff. Yeah, I told you. It was great. Yeah, you gave Mike Flanagan, I know how I feel. Like, yeah, he'll take us there. He'll get us there. Don't worry. Because Stephen King was like, here, oh, there's Mike Flanagan. Here, He's the best man ever. This was my thing about um, each episode that followed. I, I was not a fan of the first one. And I, the, it's slow. The, yeah, well, it's, like, there was a lot of questionable acting, especially the woman that, that uh, Steve goes to see. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was I, terrible. I she was okay. Oh, my God. Well, it's like You're a major actor. I'm just a minor. You know? Well, that has nothing to do with that. No. Uh, but every episode that, that preceded the follow got me more invested of what the next episode yeah. was. Even when I took a break yeah. from, from think, watching, I was like, oh, do I want to watch one tonight? And then it, it like from like the first five minutes, it just pulls me in. Yeah. And like I love all like the flashbacks yeah. and like how it's like everything fits. Everything makes sense. Yeah. Like it's totally planned. It's all like written by and him. And it's right. not like overdone. It's very like a, a Stephen King done right. Like a novel. Like one of his best with the cocaine. It is based on a novel. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, um, it's had two film uh, but it's like haunted a, on Hill House. Yeah. Two film adaptations. Yeah. One play. Yeah. And then there's this. Interesting. Yeah. And, and this is really good. And it actually has a conclusion. It's yeah. like a miniseries, but I I feel like they're going to find a way to fucking That's what I said. Make, make it into season a season two. two. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't, I don't want Big Little Lies style. But yeah. Big Little Lies will probably be good because it's all original shit. And then, like I mm. said, what's yeah. her name? Reese Witherspoon throws an ice cream cone at Meryl Streep, so that's what <laughs> I'm watching for. Oh, yeah. Because who doesn't want to see Meryl get doused in ice cream? In like a, a Givenchy I've, coat. I've been waiting for this for <laughs> decades. For this but it is great. Give it a watch. Yeah. We won't spoil. It's great though. You finished it? Oh yeah. I finished it last night. I, I finished it like a few nights ago. Shit, all right. I, I, thought I guess th- I shouldn't. Yeah. I'll I, get on to can this. Can we all admit Steve is the biggest asshole though? I almost, I was thinking that, but then I was like, not sure, Shirley got pretty bitchy. Oh no, I liked Shirley. Well, no, I did, but like she got like really but bitchy. But Luke, Luke. Get some rough stuff, man. Luke was my favorite. And apparently he's a British actor, so... Uh, Nelly, who I I, I felt the most sympathetic. Now, the two youngest. And then I really came around to Theo. Yeah. Like, like at first, like, oh, God. And I was like, oh, no, no, I like you. I like you. And that, oh, Matt, you're going to love this. That one episode that's, like, mostly one cut. Mostly. Mostly, but it's good. Oh, no, it was creepy. Yeah, it's like, they do it. Like, you could tell, like, oh, they're in a large set. What's going to go on? Oh, the camera's still going. Oh. Oh, what's going on here? Oh. And then the hidden ghost you saw. I, 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 I caught a few. Yeah. Um, but I thought the ending was a little bit questionable yeah. for me. I was a little mixed on it. I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, but okay. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all, all right. right. Well, TV court has adjourned. 
Boom, boom. I don't. Um, and who wants to pick up the movie phone? I guess I'll go first because mine's. Oh, ring, ring, ring. Hello? The movie phone. Um, it's movie phone. I ain't seen shit this week, <laughs> but I need to see Suspiria next week when I have my four day vacation. Y'all better fix that for me. Well, I will sure. be we gotta, better. We gotta figure out Fine. where the fuck it's playing. Because yeah, it's let not me tell playing you, anywhere. In <laughs> they New York say City. in theaters everywhere, November 2nd. You better get my ass in a Suspiria seat next week because I've waited far too long. All right. I haven't seen Halloween yet. Me I'm neither. pissed at that. I need to go see that sometime. Want to see that in fucking. Dolby. We gotta go see Venom. Even my even my dad, who's like a big Tom Hardy fan, I was like, Dad, you wanna go see Venom? No. I'd rather go see that Kevin Smith movie. I did watch one thing though that I regret not making part of this horrorathon. I saw the Japanese comedy horror House, which is an hashtag iconic. I say that every time I say iconic now. Hashtag iconic. Hashtag iconic or guilty pleasure? It's beautiful. No, it's not even. It's good. It's so bad. It's good. So good. It's bad. John, John gave me the DVD. Yeah. So uh, you yeah. DVD. Whatever. <laughs> On DVD. Never in this house with new releases. Only Blu-ray until you know I get an HD art 4K. Uh, oh well. Hasu, great. Watch it. Mm. Then get back to me. I'll I'm, just say, I wish I could have ended the horror fest with this, but Sleepaway mm. Camp fucked up my theme, fucked up this. We'll get to that later I, after I, this. Time. I was going to say, where it's like, I was going to prepare this and have this ready for my spooktacular next for next you year could. but uh no yeah, uh, it fits I'll, into your japanese horror like i'll, I'll i'm there's gonna be at least one in there that's we're all gonna fucking lose our minds yeah and they're okay. you know speaking of japanese they, they're gonna remake the grudge again i, I saw which i'm like whatever uh, the fuck yeah who is yep. uh it's like an actual yeah. good person behind the helm this time yeah, right did, so, did anyone so, yeah. watch the grudge versus the ring i did that was okay. Really? Oh, yeah. did, did anyone see like the advertisement for yeah. it where they came out the during baseball a baseball game? game? Yeah, of course. Oh my yeah. god. It's great. Samara versus this. Grudge Girl. Oh, yeah, there we go. Jesus. Who will win? <laughs> the next Smash Bros. But other than that, whoever wins, everybody's here. I'm gonna put down the receiver of the phone. You know, mine is a classic, like turn the dial, you know. Okay. Operator. Yeah, operator, operator. You know the Nazis can hear you through the wire now. Click. I think what you mean is you're gonna dial us in. Yeah. You're gonna make it a conference. Who's gonna answer the call? Take me to the man. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, don't mess up the reference. We're doing good. <laughs> yeah, no, take me to the man of high castle. There you go. There okay. you. I was gonna cut it short just for dramatic effect because uh, I know not not a lot of people have an Amazon account. So <laughs> Amazon, who's that? I, uh, I watched one. I don't know who they are. They know who I, I am. Technically, watched one and a half, but I'll say that for next time because I okay. didn't finish it. So I'll just say. How could you not finish a movie? First off, oh, what sacrilege? Except for oh. I did it once with. That damn unspeakable movie. What's the one that I said I hated a few weeks ago? I'm malevolent. Oh, no, no, no. Before that, that. Um, stupid, pretentious movie in theaters that I went to see with the leeches and the... the Lady Bird. No, 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 no. After oh, that, I know. Um, call Me By Your Name. No. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the fucking asylum. The, like, remedy or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cure for Wellness. Cure, Cure for, for Wellness. Oh, that movie is... Yeah, I know. The only movie I turned off and I was like, I cannot. I thought it was so long. Only time that's happened to me. And I've watched what a- shit fucking bore oh i know and only movie well continue oh, wow. enough. anyway excuse me <laughs> that uh, rings the phone <laughs> I, I have already said this in the chat i watched hell 
Hellraiser. Hellra- yeah, you're all a part of the chat. <laughs> Hellra- Hellraiser one. Oh, Clive Barker. I made a Clive Barker joke, and no one. Yeah. Did, were you there for that Clive Barker joke? I went. I put oh, like I, don't know Clive I put Barker. like barbed wire or like something sharp on my face. I'm like, oh look, I'm in a Clive Barker movie, and no one got it, and I was very upset with it. Yeah, but like, no, sorry. barbed wire. That's pinhead. It's, yeah, I know, and no one got. He's got Clive- pins. They don't know. They He's don't got- have no taste. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I but thought, the other Cenobites are like, you know, BDSM. God, Cenobites. Yeah, I, I'm well invested in the lore. Stuck Don't worry. The Wikipedia article out there. <laughs> I've uh, seen most of them. This movie's terrible. <laughs> this movie, the first this one? movie is bad. Not the first oh, one. It's you bad. haven't seen the other 18 of them. Don't judge. I, I've seen four and five, and they're fucking awful. One and awful. two are good. The rest are trash. I I hated one. One like Especially the only me. the only thing that was good about it was the gore. The first yeah. one Frank first pops out of the floor. Yeah. I thought that was the best effect. All and the I was skin like, and off. I was like, oh man. Yeah. And I was I was confused on like how he was like getting like his skin back. He's like suckling at someone's neck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, it's good. It's fine. Like, it's fine it, for the whole family. Take and, everyone. And Pinhead's not really even in this movie. It's like Frank no. really t- steals the show. His here. character took off afterwards. But like. Even the character, all the characters are terrible. They're not that. I bad. was like, "What's the deal with the homeless man? Why is he like a devil monster?" Oh, you haven't seen really bad horror. Then. And no, this movie's bad. And there's okay. a there's a lot of terrible dubbing in this movie. Like I I, I could tell when the words were matching their lips. Yeah. Um, but you've got enough of that with Suspiria last time. We're good. No, I mean, that Suspiria... Was, was Italian-German, all the mixture of languages. Suspiria made a little bit more sense than this one did. And I was, and even the monsters didn't even do anything. Even yeah. the, the Cenobites. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if they do anything else in the in the sequels. Like, I don't, at least I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's just, just for, like, the little creep factor. And I don't I don't really watch a lot of Clive Barker stuff. Yeah. Like, was he, what else has he done besides the Hellraiser? I can't tell you off the top of the my head. The Wishmaster movies? Yeah, I think so. Okay. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't know no Clive Barker. All right. Well, there's one more phone call. Oh, it's coming from inside the house. No, the call is coming from the house. (laughs) It's Devil House. Yeah, it's Hill House. (laughs) No, it's Smart Home. (laughs) With TJ Mowry. What's the one with Home Mom? It's like... What? Disney original channel movie, like... Tech I was saying, mom, robot yeah, mom. smart home. Smart house, smart I, house. I, I, I never That's had a Disney. House. I never had a Disney and Channel. You call yourself a hocus pocus the only, fan. The only time I got to watch Disney Channel was in Wildwood, and that's when they had it on the hotel rooms. True. <laughs> yeah. Bring, bring. Hello. Wrong number. <gasps> Hung it up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you that was about. Okay. Yeah, they Good. asked if I saw any movies. I was like, I don't know yeah, <laughs> who is this. Not yet. Maybe next week. But um, I do have two more segments to add. Very short segments, <gasps> and one that might appease you. Um, we're gonna start trotting the boards when we do some theater, Mark, because oh. this week I got to see My Fair Lady in the City, starring my one and only Italian New Jersey Tony Award winner Laura Bonanti as Eliza Doolittle. Boo, boo, boo. I could have danced oh. all night. And she was a treasure. I could have danced yeah. all night. It was great. Um, the weather was shitty, but this production's great, and Laura Bonanti. I mean, Lauren yep. Ambrose, you might know. She's a singer. She's an actor. She's been in a few things, a few TV Sounds shows. Familiar. I'm a good um, singer. I think she was in Six Feet Under as the daughter. Really? Yeah, I think that's her. Oh, she's on that new uh, HBO yeah, show. That's what she left My Fair Lady for, to record that. Wow. Yeah. And huh. Lauren Bonanti, like was like, I'm here. I may be 40, but I can still do Eliza because mm-hmm. it's her dream role. Um, and she was great. The weather was shitty, as I said, but... Uh, Good. I want to see the My Fair Mock, uh, My Fair Mockingbird. The, <laughs> what's the book I love more than anything? To Kill a To Kill a Mockingbird by Tequila. Aaron Sorkin, who did like you know West Wing, you know all that shit, you know. 
He, apparently it's he's, a gem. First dress okay. rehearsal was last night. I'm going to buy right. tickets when I have the funds. He's hit or miss. Yeah. But, but uh, apparently it's great. Yeah, I did hear about this. And actually. you know I'm a To Kill a Mockingbird stan. <laughs> That's my girl. Except for, you know, Ghost of the Watchmen where we butchered that <laughs> famous fictional yeah, should never have been released. Yep. Yeah, she was old and had dementia, and someone found her in her attic and said, let's release this for money. And <sighs> yeah, That's what happened. That's what happened. Well, I trod the boards. Anyone else want to give a go? You were just in a production, so I don't know if you want to bring that up. Oh, first. what? Seven, oh, 1776? Yeah. yeah, that came and went. Yeah. No, that was, a, that was a weekend. It was great. <laughs> that's we, the stage. We, it's all there. Count Basie Theater. If you didn't go, you missed yeah. it. Uh, it pff, we almost, Kane's doing Parade, which I want to see. But I'm definitely going to see Parade. I wish I got to see Blood Winning. When, I heard it was a great time. When you time. go, message me. Maybe I'll be available and I'll go with you. We'll go together. I'll get maybe. We'll go together. Usually I see What's show- that from? A movie? We'll go together. No, it's from uh, Kingdom Lover- Hearts. We'll go together no, when thought- Sora reaches his fucking hand to Riku. No, it's a uh, um, yeah, Laverne and Shirley. It's um, too. It's in Kingdom Hearts. I assure uh, you, Kingdom Hearts two. Well, there is a movie. When they you- they came together. Is a movie. No, I think. They came Kingdom- together. I know like, what I was thinking of. It's like Kingdom Hearts a- two. Oh, ended. that's that spoof movie with uh, Bill Hader and uh, Amy yeah, Poehler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well. Try the boards. Um, <laughs> anything to mention? No, I'm pretty good. I'm Matt, set. Matt, you see any theater? Um, I saw something at a theater. I Ooh. just remembered I watched a movie. Oh, okay. Well, the movie oh. phone is coming yeah. back. <laughs> All right. Bring. Ruined my segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's maybe a little bit apt because, uh, I mean, I don't watch many plays or musicals, but I do go to the theaters. Yeah. And I mean, when I say theaters, I mean... I seek out the best theaters across the America. The best brothels in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Different segment. <laughs> yeah, that's our other podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> um, no, so I went to uh, Lincoln Center, Lincoln yeah. Square, IMAX. Yeah. Did I mention right this across the, the way from already? My Fair Lady? <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh. I mean, Did you see John waving I mean, at I you? I might have mentioned this already. I, no, I don't. tell us. Uh, I watched First Man. Oh. A while ago, I think, but you didn't explain your. Okay, really. I, yeah, I watched it on uh, you know the largest yeah. screen in the country, as yeah. I do because this, I. This besides my ass. This is the <laughs> this is the prequel to Gravity, right? Yeah. <laughs> For, oh. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, I wish this movie Ryan Gosling a little bit too Ryan Goslingy. Wow, what a surprise! I know. Shock. Was he supposed to be Buzz? <laughs> right. You no, know, he Buzz was. Aldrin? Um, Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Oh, okay. I'm that, glad I clarified that history lesson for y'all. What? Neil Armstrong, no, first <laughs> technical man, not according to Kubrick, that walked no, because on the moon. It was my fucking footsteps. <laughs> I was blanking on the name because I was like, Ryan Gosling. He he played Ryan Gosling, didn't he? Like, that's who he was in the movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, no Neil Armstrong. There is a segment when he's finally on the moon and they splice the actual dialogue, or not dialogue, but actual audio from Neil Armstrong on the moon, and it sounds like a completely different person. <laughs> not, not just in... It's not right going, hey, I'm on the moon. <laughs> yeah, not just in, like, voice, but in whole uh, tone, whole, like, choice of words. Oh. It sounds completely different. Is this like a Selena situation? Like, Jennifer Lopez couldn't sing? And I... Just... <laughs> it was a fine film. Technically, it was well done. I really liked seeing it on the screen. Um, but the people I went with, there's this okay. The scene in which they land on the moon was filmed in IMAX, and so what that means is that for this theater, it doesn't happen in every IMAX theater, but for this one because it's true, uh, the screen actually expands. Yeah, becomes like yeah. a good deal larger, maybe like thirty percent. Yes, yeah, it's <laughs> twenty to thirty percent uh, larger on the top and bottom. <laughs> The people I went with, three different people, they did not notice. So oh, I was like, okay, that was that's like the first really thing you, you see when, like, 
people are stupid there. <laughs> it's not really worth it, but uh <laughs> sorry audience, it's true. Look around, you'll find one stupid person in arms reach. It's alright, they're not listening. So. <laughs> they can't figure out anything. I'm now. right here, John. <laughs> no. No, but, I'm uh, trying to change that, Mark. I'm, I'm doing my own pinballing. So <laughs> I can no, teach I... this stupid man to watch cultured movies. <laughs> Dad, can we watch the French Towers? <laughs> Where's I'm, my helmet? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not surprised. I feel like things like that, I don't know. I notice them. I'm really crazy about them, but I do take it too extreme, mm. so... A general audience, I, I don't think you'd be too impressed with this oh, film. I want to I, get the worst audience possible for Suspiria. I want them to be like, what the fuck's going on? Let's go to Jersey Gardens. Oh, it's shit! Stop playing at Jersey Gardens, uh, otherwise we'd never be will there. Be. Girl, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah, I believe that is all I saw. All right, one more segment. Think we can bang it out in three minutes? Let's try. It's the final segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty good Back segment. in the 2000s. <laughs> that could be our review segment, the final segment. I like that. Ooh, um, hmm. We're off to the races, in fact, with something I like to deem Disc jockeys, because oh, any Lord. music that you've guys heard this week, oh, I had to throw you a bone. I'll start since I only have one thing. Um, this Thom York Suspiria score. Oh Lord! Oh girl, it's taken me to new levels. The Baby. art is wonderful. It's good. It's creepy. There's some synths in there. I'm loving it. I'm living it. And my horses come in. Dover won the race. Let's go. Who's next? Top on the. The horse, the saddle. Matt, would you like to take it? Let's do it. I'm I'm looking through my library, but oh, I, I see a couple things I could mention. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, Tom York. I haven't listened to the Suspiria soundtrack yet. I, I'm going to do that after watching the movie. Yeah. But, um. Good choice, because it kind of like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. I, they pulled been, out their phones, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, 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 I'm just checking on. Well, Certain go, I hope. <laughs> they, they've been playing uh, some some cuts on the radio, and every time it comes on, yeah. oh man, especially Suspirium. Oh, oh I love one? Suspirium. I love Open Again. All the Actually, vocals. I think it is Suspirium. Here's one a of, slight hint you're gonna you hate. I think they cut most of his vocals in the movie. I mean, it makes sense. But it, it, it'll but be weird. The vocals it are like be the best tracks. I was like, oh, they're really into these. Tom York, man, he. Ugh. Yeah. But, I didn't uh, know this Radiohead before. I never heard of them. What a hipster band! But yeah, I'm other a than that. Creep. I mean, music. I knew that, but I, I could do a whole podcast on music. So, like, yeah. these aren't so even, limit yourself. Yeah, these, here. these aren't even my biggest choices, but yeah. these are just the first I ones added, that came I was up. Like, I've taken on, uh, so much from these two men on my <laughs> library. So, first, I'll start with uh, Nina Cherry. Who? <laughs> um, she's Swedish, I believe. Oh, Swedish, King like, the like soul, uh, soul kind of funk rap from a. She started in the 80s, yeah. um, but has continued all the way up through, um, most recently as last week, she released an album. Yeah. Um, but she takes her time, like five to seven years between albums wow. typically. Um, the first one has a track called Buffalo Stance on it, which is a hit. You know, like You might recognize it, and it's just such a fun gem. It's like really cheesy mm-hmm. at points. It's giving me Kate Bush vibes. That's what I feel. No. No, not at all? <laughs> no, no, no. Because it's like, it's, no it's rap. It's, it's like, yeah, it oh, really it's rap. is rap, okay. basically. Okay. But um, that kind of like 80s fun rap. And most recently, her her most recent album, Broken Politics, is a lot more, of course, influenced by politics and just like the state of the world now. So it's a lot, it has a lot of 2018 sound, but it works really well. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say kind of trip hoppy, but... Um, like a slightly industrial i think you you know check out the cut uh natural skin deep that's the big single wow. if you're interested and uh, yeah 
Yeah. It's been a, I don't really have it fresh in my mind. I know, you mind. have to limit yourself. Yeah. I threw this at you. I'm sorry. But, uh, I no, it's cool. I, and, uh, I put a bet on you and you weren't ready for it. <laughs> you know, I picked a horse. I read about it. Got some inside info. But if there's anyone I can bet on to know some music, it's uh, Mark Zebro Jr. Ooh, yeah. Well, Matt too, but... You know. <laughs> oh, no, uh, Matt, I think, is superior to me. Oh, oh I don't know. But, uh, no, uh, one, one band I want to talk about right now is the 1975, if y'all are familiar with them. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was a year. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a fan of their album titles. If it's not yes. show tunes well, or like, you know, basic bitch music, it ain't mine. You'll you'll be a fan of this uh album title name. So this uh their next album's set to come out the end of this month, uh the thirtieth, more exa- uh precise. Uh it's called A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. <laughs> and uh yeah, oh, they about maybe they have four or five singles out right now, uh that you can uh download. Um the one I've been listening to Right now is um uh oh geez what was the name of it again uh here it is uh love it if we made it uh it's probably their most controversial song because it talks it's very like um about current events of what's going on right now and it's like almost kind of like talking about like how we're kind of like a failed generation Mm -hmm. and like how everything's just shit and falling apart but but it's like you know like the you know the actual like lyric in the song or the name of the song you know love it if we made it like wouldn't it be great if like if we weren't acting like this like and Hmm. the music video is awesome too um uh, it has a lot of just like a lot of imagery more or less of trump there's a the the literally the first lyric uh of the song is like uh we're fucking in a car shooting heroin and uh i want one one part they even that they quote uh uh i think Donald Trump talking to Kanye or thank you Kanye very cool and it's awesome yeah, once the bridge like really kicks off that that's it feels a lot more dancey too so it's it's there's a very like ebb and flow where it's like this is like something like you should really like take into account here but like like not even though we're feeling like this like like shit like the, this modern take on it everything is shit might as well just fucking dance because at one point in the music video like it turns into like sort of classic 80s style mm-hmm. uh like it's like fuzzy screen you know like people like kind of dancing like thriller almost so uh yeah total recommend i can't wait for it uh so yeah very nice yeah while we're speaking about trump there is a one i don't really know what to call this kind of a song or single or series it's interesting very interesting to me this is a, an, a song called No Future in Our Front Man, mm-hmm. which I... What could that be? I've only heard it... <laughs> I heard it once on the radio, but I it's one of my favorite protest songs now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of slow. It takes its time, but I just love the... Um, yeah, I mean, the kind of on-the-face metaphor of, like, No Future in Our Front Man. And I think they kind of mm. bring up some other, like, band... Uh, type tropes with that but the release of this is really interesting i believe the single is by uh, matthew e white whom i i've heard of but i don't really know what they're associated with what he's associated with um other than his name like if he's part of a band or something but um he wrote this song and he commissioned like maybe 15 other artists to also do their take on it wow and so it's being released in three parts three different volumes each volume is kind of an ep of like five or six tracks same song by different artists Mm. um volumes one and two are out right now i believe and volume three is uh oh it might be out today i'm gonna listen to that well right after this hear this so you know (laughs) oh of course today being but um the second yes okay 
But uh, you know, maybe this will go up before election day. So remember to go vote and listen to future oh, in our go front up man. Before election day, don't you worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So they need has... to they need to hear this before they go to the polls. <laughs> has the the bunny run the races? That's right. We were racing greyhounds, not horses. You know, oh, we che- uh, better put them down oh. if they're gonna like. I wasn't like, gonna falter. go that blue, but um, we're gonna save and be after you. You know, I'm like come right back with our our pick for the last spooktacular film of this year. <gasps> So we're back once again, Nightcaps, and um, we're going to get into what we're going to watch tonight. Um, Your hints were, to remind you, first hint was this is a 1968 film, which I just gave you now. It's a love letter to NYC, my favorite horror film. Um, And the last one is probably going to give it away. So I will let you have the floor and see if you can guess now. All right. Right? I am going to go last because you know. I, I know what it is. You know. I know. Yeah, you Ni- should know. Ni- and Mark would know, too. Maybe. Ni- 1960s, Love Letter to NYC. Is it Midnight Cowboy? It is not. Even though that is on Criterion. <laughs> the Criterion on sales today. Well, after you listen to this, but you missed it. Sorry. He's the only yeah. one. Yeah. I haven't seen this film. Um, so Love Letter to NYC actually really threw me off. When you first mentioned that, I was like... Is it, is it a vampire in Brooklyn? No. Is that, of course, oh, 1968, of course. Is, yeah. is it? Yeah. I, no, I know what it is. So. What is it? Say it. Say it, Sister Margaret. Say I, I, it. I don't know. Yeah. I believe we are watching Rosemary's Baby. Oh, oh what's yeah, this no, behind me? No. Swaddled as if a newborn babe. It is none other than my favorite Criterion release, Rosemary's Baby. I gotta say, that was my second like yeah. thought bubble in my head. Yeah, thank goodness the secret's out. I'm pregnant with the Ooh. son of Satan. It is Satan's yes. child! Um, You're gonna spawn Roman Polanski? Yeah, my, we'll, get, we'll get into him. Don't worry. Um, my other hint was we saw supporting actress uh, Ruth Gordon yep. uh, with her Oscar win and a previous film you watched, Harold and Maude. Mm-hmm. Um, why this film? I love a good psychological horror film based on a novel. And this one is almost an exact recreation of the source material. I read the novel. This is almost word for word. Wow. And I love that in the movie adaptation. I love when the novel is exactly like the film. Um, this it's is strange the most that it doesn't happen more often yeah. because it seems like a shortcut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I forgot to mention was this is the most controversial production film we know because Roman Polanski has done some things. and um, He was in some places he shouldn't have been. Yeah, and we'll get into that. It's a whole <laughs> history of it, but I want to... Yeah, no. he, I pose he was an explorer of hidden I pleasures. Wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but um, Pinhead visited him. This is a good debate whether art equals artist in our culture because yeah. I love this is one of my favorite films, and you know, the director's done some seedy things, and yeah. he's a Poland rep, you know. So I'm like, not yeah. giving a good name for us Poles. Out of curiosity, what was the last hint going to be? The last hint? Yeah. The last hint was the the Ruth Gordon supporting actress. Oh, I actually wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. Uh, I remember you mentioning it now, but... I know. See? Leaving breadcrumbs along the way, but... uh, (laughs) Anyways, um... And there's still some scares. It's not your typical horror movie, and it's inspired a lot we've seen in the coming, like, in the recent years. I've always been like, oh, that reminded me so much of Rosemary's Baby, and I see that online, that it's like, oh, Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary Babies. Um, anyways, I'm gonna breeze through these pre-notes, even though I have a lot. So, strap in, or strap on, whatever you prefer. Um... Directed by, and the screenplay by, Roman Polanski. Produced by William Castle. Based on the novel of the same name, Rosemary's Baby, by Ira Levine, or Levin. Uh, The novel came out the year prior to the movie. 
Wow. Um, William Castle is known for his B-horror films, including the original House on Haunted Hill, Ooh. 13 Ghosts, and Straight Jacket. Supposedly, he mortgaged his home again and obtained the movie rights to the Ira Levine novel before it was published, hoping to finally direct a prestigious A-movie himself. He made a deal with the Paramount Pictures, uh, which, however, insisted on hiring director Roman Polanski. Hmm. Polanski was known... Polanski? Polanski. <laughs> Polanski was known for his Polish films, Knife in the Water, Repulsion, and Cul-de-Sac, before being offered to make his American film directing debut with the script to Rosemary's Baby by Paramount executive uh, Robert Evans. Polanski was thoroughly invested in the script, and particularly the lead character of Rosemary. Polanski envisioned Rosemary as a robust, full-figured girl-next-door type that he wanted Tuesday Weld of his own then-fiancé, Sharon Tate, who we'll get into. Uh, we will talk about her in a second for the role. Since the book had not reached bestseller status yet, Evans was unsure the title would guarantee an audience for the film, and he felt a bigger name was needed for the lead, Mia Farrow. Only had two minor film appearances at the time, but her role as Allison McKenzie in the popular television series Peyton Place and her unexpected marriage to Frank Sinatra had made her a household name. So, you know, big old blue eyes plays a part in this, too. Very controversial. This movie is said to be cursed. I think it started the cursed movie trend. Before so, like Poltergeist, the Exorcist? Before Poltergeist, before The Exorcist, there was Rosemary's Baby. Wow. Um, Polanski agreed to cast Mia Farrow. Her acceptance pissed off Sinatra, notable uh, douche nozzle, who's mm. Italian. <laughs> notable um, mobster. Yeah, who had demanded she forgo her career instead of, you know, getting married. And Mia said no. And while this film was going on, she was getting divorced by Frank Sinatra. Um, in an effort to salvage her friendship, Pharaoh asked Evans to release her from contract. But he persuaded her, said, stay with this movie. It's going to make you a star. It's going to make you... Like, you want to be a the, star, uh, don't you? Know, Take it off. Goodness, but yeah, he assured her she would receive an Academy Award nomination <laughs> for her performance. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so she didn't win the award, but she definitely got a nom, and she stayed with the film, which pleased Evans, Polanski, and the entire cast, but did not please old Blue Eyes himself. Patty Duke was considered for the role of Miracle Worker, Valley of the Dolls for the role, but did not get it. Uh, for Guy... Rosemary's husband, Robert Redford, and then friend of Polanski, Jack Nicholson, were considered before John Cascavetz, <laughs> who's also a director, known for the Dirty Dozen Faces, uh, Dirty Dozen Faces and a Woman Under the Influence. Ruth Gurdon was a friend of a friend who got cast as Minnie Castavet. Uh, she would win the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in this film. Yay, Ruth. Uh. Um, the film was commercial and critical success and is still held by many critics and movie people as one of the best horror films of all time. One of Kubrick's personal faves. There is a sequel book that was made into a TV movie, which is awful. Um, Mia Farrow does not, but uh, Castavetz is in it. Uh, John Castavetz is in it. Um, and it's awful. I've seen it once, and it was not, you know, very good. Uh, let's just say it doesn't hold a candle to this. Sharon Tate, um, the wife of Polanski, met while starring in his little-known but great kind of campy uh, vampire comedy, The Fearless Vampire Killers, or Pardon Me, But Your Teeth Are In My Neck, which is great. Um, Wait, that is a title? If you've never seen it, I'm going to mention a YouTuber, Maven of the Eventide. She does only vampire movies, and this is one of her best episodes if you want a little more history. The film is very interesting, and it, it kind of talks about Polanski's time in, like, Nazi-occupied Poland, and using vampires as kind of, like, a lens to see that through, which he's so interesting, but, oh, the things he's done. Um, so I'll recommend that. On August 8th, 
1969, Tate was two weeks from giving birth. Uh, she entertained two friends, actress Joanna Pettit and singer Barbara Lewis, for lunch at home, confiding in them her disappointment at Polanski's delay in returning from London. London was in uh, Polanski was in London at the time. Shortly after midnight, they were murdered by members of Charles Manson's family. Yikes! And their bodies were discovered by the fo- the following morning by uh, Tate's housekeeper Winifred Chapman. Police arrived at the scene to find the body of a young man, later identified as Stephen Parent, shot dead in his car, which was in the driveway inside the house. The bodies of Tate and Seberg were found in the living room. A long rope tied around each of their necks connected them. On the front lawn lay the bodies of Fedorowski and Folger. All the victims except Parent had been stabbed numerous times. The coroner's report for Tate noted that she had been stabbed 16 times and that five of the wounds were in and out of themselves fatal. Um, Life magazine devoted a lengthy article to the murders, which factored during the production of this movie, and featured photographs of the crime scenes. Polanski was interviewed for the article and allowed himself to be photographed at the entrance of the house next to the front door. Very controversial during the time period. Like, why are you doing this? This is too much. Where the word pig was written in Tate's blood still visible. So these photos popped up in <laughs> Life magazine. Widely criticized for his actions, he argued that he wanted to know who was responsible and was willing to shock the magazine's readers in the hope that someone would come forward with information. Right in the middle of the satanic panic, which plays primarily in this film. Um, in September 1969, members of the Mason Manson family were arrested on unrelated charges, eventually leading authorities to a breakthrough in the Tate case. Um, it adds to the legacy of this film. Finally, prior to beginning, we need to discuss Polanski's Infamy. Yeah, This is one of my favorite films, and as I said, great career, whatever. Macbeth, Chinatown. A Macbeth I also love, too. His yeah. Macbeth, very good. The Pianist, but in recent years, it has come to out that he has some skeletons in his closet. Polanski was born to a Jewish uh, family in World War II Poland, just in time for the Nazis to invade. Has had family members survive and die in the camps, and he was seen atrocities shown in the piano. Um, in 1777, three years after Chinatown, Polanski was arrested at Jack Nicholson's home for the sexual assault of a 13-year-old, Samantha Gailey, who was modeling for Polanski during a Vogue magazine photo shoot around the pool. Polanski was indicted on six counts of criminal behavior, including rape. At his arraignment, he pleaded not guilty to all charges. Many executives in Hollywood came to his defense. Angelica Houston, darling girl of the podcast, who was then in a relationship with Jack Nicholson. As I said, she comes up in our film's history. Uh, stopped by and was introduced to the pair. Uh, I love some good Angelica Houston drama. And <laughs> actually, she's the one that said, yeah, I did see Polanski, you know, like, you know, hanging out with that young girl. As a result of the plea bargain, Polanski pleaded guilty to the charge of unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor and was under ordered to undergo 90 days of psychiatric, uh, psychiatric evaluation. Upon release from prison, after few, 42 days, Polanski agreed to the plea bargain his penalty to be time-served along with probation. However, he learned afterward that the judge, Lawrence J. Rittenband, wanted to sentence Polanski to 50 years in prison. I'll see this man never gets out of jail, he told Polanski's friend, screenwriter Howard E. Koch. Gosh. Uh, he changed his mind, but changed his mind. Uh, I don't know how it's pronounced. It's K-O-C-H. Take that what you will. Could yeah. be Koch, could be Koch. I don't know. Uh, Polanski, Cook. Polanski decided not to appear at his sentencing. On the day before his sentencing in 1978, Polanski left the country on a flight to London, where he had a home in then France. As a French citizen, he had been protected from ex- extradition and lived most of uh, his life out in France. However, since he fled the United States before final sentencing, the charges are still pending. In 2009, and it goes up to 2018, 2009 was arrested, uh, Polanski was arrested while in Switzerland at the request of the United States authorities. Um, his arrest inspired reinterest in the case. Uh, 
Polanski was defended by many prominent individuals in Hollywood currently to this day. Um, and American public opinion was reported to run against him. However, the polls on France and Poland showed that strong majorities favored his extradition to the United States. On So no one wants him. Like, send him away. <laughs> no, like, we no. don't want him. On May 3rd, 2008, recently... Polanski was removed from the Academy of Motion Pictures, uh, Arts and Sciences, and with the decision referencing the case. With that being said, does artistry outweigh criminality issue? We've been debating this whole time. So something to think about in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into this film, and I ask your opinions, we have Mia Farrow as Rosemary Woodhouse, John Cassavetes as Guy Woodhouse, Ruth Gordon as Minnie Cassavet, Sidney Blackmere as uh, Roman Cassavet, Maurice Evans as Hutch, Ralph Bellamy as Dr. Abraham Saperstein, Charles Grodin as Dr. Hill, and Patsy Keller as Laura Louise. Um, there's other major players in this, but that's most of them. Mm-hmm. So, have we ever seen this film before? I have not. You're in for a treat. <laughs> I have, uh, in its entirety. Uh, other, <laughs> other than that, uh, in terms of, I guess, like the past few months, it's been on and like on and off in my house. My mom's been watching it. Is she a I, fan? I, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, well, she has, she has it on, so I, yeah. I, I would imagine so. Not one of my favorites. All right. Uh, but, you know what? Uh, like I said, it's been a while since I just sat down and watched the whole thing. So mm. well, we'll have to see have if I have or two. Di- di- Maybe di- that'll make different it impressions. So yeah. here we go. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I am hyped. I like. I'm interested by the love letter to NYC hint. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. So I'm gonna see what the fuck that's all about. Mm-hmm. A lot of NYC curses, mysteriously. Well, I hear the baby calling. That's uh, going to nurse it, shall we? No witty back. <laughs> no nothing do, back. Uh, I mean, do, come on, do, you're. Do. I don't know the love. No, it's I, la, la. I don't know. Well, I, I anyway. know it, but I don't know it. I'm cutting this. <laughs> Baby's been born, and we're back, audience. Somebody help me up! Somebody help me up! No, I'll help you, but I can't. I'm gonna say something else to be a Pharaoh say in a few seconds. So, hello, I'm Shelley Duvall, and you're in for some good shit. No, it was okay. I love it. My favorite horror movie. Really, your favorite? It's my favorite horror movie. All right, so close to the book. How can you get any better? Sure. Well, <laughs> let's dive in, read. shall we? So, we open this movie, Love Letter to NYC, yeah. um, with Mia Farrow humming, and if you know Mia Farrow's singing voice from The Last Unicorn, such as, <laughs> If I were a woman, <laughs> I would be a literally how And I was works. getting Vietnam flashbacks to me first meeting John, and like how funny this fucker was. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, and lies and no uh, absolutely not this Mia Farrow humming acts as a good uh, bookend for what's to come later on in the movie as it opens on Mia Farrow humming and closes on Mia Farrow humming so ooh um, let me let me tell you about that humming I don't know if this is gonna kill the momentum but (laughs) what momentum my first encounter with Rosemary's Baby actually believe it or not was a few years back before I even watched it you met the baby (laughs) (laughs) 
Adrian. Uh, I was gonna make. I was gonna make a blue joke, and I will. I will blue? not. Blue. Blue. Yeah. Like I'm blue. I boo dee da boo die. And with um, that, blue. our podcast if, is canceled. If I, were, <laughs> if I were green, I would die. Oh, Kermit! Don't don't do it. You have so much to live for. Being green ain't easy. That's that's my Kermit impression. She'll pop up later on. No, but um. So, there, okay, there's a mix called Sleepy Bedtime Mix for Young Ones. Oh, no, and don't by, oh, that oh, oh, that by, No, 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 by, by members of the Avalanches, and it is uh, I like the Avalanches. fantastic. Yeah, it is a great mix. It's like a playlist. Yeah, it's like a mixtape that a really well-versed in music friend would give you. It's, it's a gift. It's so great, and I recommend checking it out. Mm. They include uh, Mia Farrow's Lullaby in it, like in the middle. And it just, it works oh. so well. And that I was would like, just annoy me, because every time she was humming, I was like, shut the fuck up! Well, that's the first thing I wrote down here, was like, in, in all caps, shut up. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. I, yeah? I I just think it's great. It's very eerie. It's a good theme. It, yeah, but it it's, like, weirdly kind of comforting. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it fits well, so well. It's like well. a mother loving their child. I mean, yeah, exactly. it does set the scene where it's like, you know, the movie's titled Rosemary's Baby, and she's singing a lullaby, so, and yeah. like, oh, are we going to get a baby? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it this. so much. So when I heard it in the mix, I was like... I mean, I was dying to know what and each the, song in that mix was from, but uh, and the this baby one stood Metroid, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Dakota on the Upper West Side was used as inspiration for the Bramford, and for exterior shots of Rose hmm. and Guy's apartment. Beautiful shots, and uh, John Lennon was shot right outside this hotel. Nice. So adds to the like yeah. movie shot. No, I mean like dead Death shot. shot. Deadshot, Will Smith from uh, Suicide Squad. Academy Award-winning Suicide oh, Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. gotta clarify. Um, Rosemary and her boyfriend Guy look for apartments, and they're just the best couple ever. And Fucking you know, like guy. totally equal relationship. You know, like Guy's an actor. Oh yeah, I have it right down. He's in oh. off-Broadway shows, including Luther, Luther and, and Nobody Loves an Albatross. And he's also done some Yamaha commercials. Oh, I, I wouldn't have heard. I don't know. They're they're pretty great. Yeah, something I noticed this time is that. You know, Rosemary brings it up every two seconds. What guys and it's kind of a running gag. I just noticed like the two posters framed oh, yeah. on the wall, and that's the only two posters they have in their like you know their house. But they're leaving the walls open for more. Yeah, in yeah. case you know, guys ever a good actor. And, and guys not. And this wall is going to be for the posters that he will not yeah, be having. Yeah, acting. Um, guy they, is not yeah. a good actor, and the actor playing guy oh, is not oh, a good no. actor. He is, Neither. and he's a good director too, actually. What? Yeah, I could maybe see directing. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Noman Shalansky. No, no, because, oh, yeah, we will. Um, well, Rosemary and Guy are planning to have children, and they're looking at apartments, finding a new place to live that's close to downtown off-Broadway, so yeah. Guy could work, and Rosemary can, I don't know, sit home and uh, wallpaper shelves. She can uh, work on her geometry homework. Yeah. Um, the apartment is shown, and we find out the previous resident died in a coma, not in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um and she gardened, had a little garden for them, and was a lawyer, the first female lawyer in New York. So, yeah. big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, Rosemary spies a letter with, I can go no longer with this, like, going on, you know. Yeah. I can't put up with this any longer. Um, and says, like, ask, was she growing spices? And, the like, you know, the realtor's like, oh, well, yeah, she was doing that. <laughs> um, and the wardrobe, this huge wardrobe, like 60 pounds, is moved in front of this little tiny closet. And everyone's like, oh, she must have dragged it there herself. I see why she's in a coma. Ha ha ha, white people. (laughs) And despite being 89, you know, she moved this herself. And we move in. It's just a closet. Or so it seems. But 
why was this in the way in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought uh, that was a good fake out. I liked it a lot. I was yeah. expecting a jump yeah. scare. Yeah, something like that. Rosemary's baby jumps out the closet. I'm here. Oh. Dead body. Um, but it's more expensive and bigger, but in a better location. And Guy and Rosemary take it. I should say Rosemary asking Guy is like, well, it suits me better, Rosemary. You have no ideas in this relationship. <laughs> Back to like, you know, the bed. Um, and they have dinner with their friend Hutch, who is like this high socialite, well-read New Yorker. Who's been through a lot? He wrote a and, book called Adventures for Boys or something like that. And I forgot, like, how do we know? How do they know Hutch? It's just friend, Rosemary's friend. Okay, like a family friend, and Guy is just along for the ride, as is you know. And she has like no like family. She has sisters. She says that were very like fertile, but apparently they don't talk. We don't know a lot of details. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from, like, fallen what, off Omaha with her religion or something. Yeah. yeah, she's from Midwest, but uh, she discusses like how she fell out with her religion. She was raised Catholic, but you know, mm-hmm. she still has a little in her, but. Mm-hmm. You know, she's over that so we never know we never mm-hmm. know it's not mentioned in the book either um, uh, we learn about the Trench sisters who cook and eat children in the hotel the hotel's mm-hmm. kind of like a source of evil or a hell mouth as we say you know things happen there are strange yeah. things and we're like oh it's fine it's, it's kind of like anyway. room 1408 in a way yeah. And we learned. I feel that, like a lot yeah. of these older horror movies had that foreshadowing in the beginning. Not really foreshadowing. Well, it's very just obvious like tele- foreshadowing yeah, like, nowadays. Like telegraphing. But, you know, back in the day, the novel just came out. They're not going to know. It was a different time. I guess sure. So. And we learned that Adrian Marcato was there, who allegedly conjured up the devil. Allegedly. Hotel. Yeah. Um, there mm. were dead infants found and lots of negative experiences all around. Ugh. It's quick and effective expedition, exposition I put down. But I wasn't considering, you know, we live in 2018 where it's like <laughs> too obvious. It's mm-hmm. like, hmm, what could go on here? Um, they're in their empty apartment eating Chinese food and Rosemary goes, hey, let's make love. And it's supposed mm. to be a simple and sweet relationship. But now seeing with eyes unclouded by hate, I can see that guy is a complete lover. Asshole. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. it, 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 the, it's so unromantic. They're doing yeah. it like hardwood, hardwood <laughs> floors. But like before, like they even do this. Like she goes into like the closet, which you know the apartment's now empty. And, and finds her it's like, lovely Look, shelves. Uh, these are shelves, and, and I'm just thinking like a guy's response, like. Good work, honey. Yes, they are. Very good. Ten this, points for Gryffindor. This is a lamp. <laughs> Let me turn it on. Um, anyways, uh, Guy says, I think I hear the Trench Sisters chewing. And it's like, oh, Guy, you're a horrible actor. <laughs> um, as Guy is working or going on auditions, uh, mm-hmm. Rosemary is redoing the apartment. And she has a knack for interior decorating, which never gets mentioned in the film. Um, we meet Terry down in the basement laundry room of the hotel slash apartment complex Damn, looks I like forgot about Terry already yeah I know yeah. right and uh, you know they're, ro- they're neighbors to each other Terry lives with the neighbors the cast of Ed's, an old couple who took her in because she's a recovering drug addict um, she has no family and she seems friendly and kind but she wears a strange necklace that smells weird and mm-hmm. odd Latin chanting from next door is a little bit creepy but doesn't perturb Rosemary that much she just goes on living you know mm-hmm. um other than that, Rosemary and Guy come home from one night, probably at the theater, watching something that Guy wasn't in, and <laughs> they find out that Terry has apparently committed suicide by jumping out seven floors to her death, and we meet the quirky, eccentric cast of Ets, Minnie and Roman on the street, in odd oh, clothing, man. great costumes, and they're a pip, you know, me and Mark were throwing like, back and forth the idea that we want to hear their story instead. Yeah, like, I, I want to he- see, like, an Edgar Wright's version yeah. of, like, uh, like what's going on here. Or, like, like Noises like, Off or oh something. Oh, God, yeah. like, we could have used it. We got to start all over again here. <laughs> right. You want to see Rosemary's Baby Driver. Yeah. Baby Driver, yeah. yes. Um, 
They claim Terry was depressed and maybe she fell cleaning the windows at midnight, but a suicide note beds to differ, you know? Um, Rosemary mentions her brother and the Castavets, uh, mentions Terry's brother and the Castavets are like, Ooh, fresh meat, yeah. <laughs> let's feast. And they start sizing her up for something. Oh, I don't oh, know yeah. what, but mm. um, we get the first odd dream sequence, which Mark uh, oh, like it's, it's a, like didn't a take. It's a mod know? dressed up as a nun, and but yeah. it's like the audio is definitely just like dubbed over yeah, like but, the, the scene, but it's, it's so comical. It's I, comical, but I've had dreams like that where people like, you know, talking in the next room or something and like they oh, yeah. relate into the dream, which I... I yeah. like the dreams. I mean, no, 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 no. I, I, yeah. I, I, I get it, but I just, I can't help but laugh at it. That's mm-hmm. the thing for me. Yeah. Some things in this movie, just the way they were introduced, were uh, kind of comical. Comical, comical. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I can see it's it. Well, these Satanists later on in the movie are bumbling idiots. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was so. You know, they're supposed to be like that. Well, so. no, no, like, they're not really idiots. It's really just Rosemary that well, can't really catch on no, to it's, what. It's not just Rosemary because they're all like, you know, oh, it's just the milk. We're taking it out. Like they're all like mm-hmm. these doting old white people that are like, eh, but you like know? you're yeah. all supposed to like kind of take it to the counter. Like, they're just old, and so like <laughs> you don't think anything of it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, you know. Um, after that, we get the dream sequence, and we get introduced to Minnie officially through, like, the lens, through the the peephole of the door. We mm-hmm. get a close-up on her face, which is really effective. And like I said, Ruth won the Academy Award for this role, which I think is deserved. I don't know exactly what was running. But I mean, I'm a little surprised. I, I think because she has a legacy. Yeah. It was her time to win, you know? Because she yeah. was directed on the Adam's Rib. It was her time. Well, it was Adam's Rib and everything else. Harold and Maude, then this, you know? Okay. So... You know, and she's quirky enough in the movie. She stands oh, out. Yeah. She's really she, into it, the character. It, it holds an, uh, up throughout the whole course of the film, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah, she is fun. She adds a weird energy yeah. to it. Like, words like you're pregnant and come over. Yeah, like you're a fun Satanist. I can see. <laughs> like, yeah. and that quirkiness kind of mirrors like the dark edginess of the film. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, she invites the Woodhouses over for dinner. Guy isn't having it at first because Guy is awful at everything. You know, he's not getting any luck in any roles and he's taking it out and Rosemary's like, oh, I'm not a good actor. And she's like, oh, I know. But <laughs> anyways, we'll keep going anyway. Um, there's some tension between Rosemary and Guy, obviously. Um, but both eventually go over for dinner. Mm-hmm. Roman, who's next door, you know, all their paintings are down, which Rosemary notices later. If you watch the movie again, there's like dust spaces where their paintings should be. Oh, yeah. wow. You know, not giving anything away, but almost like they planned all this down to the you know, the special details. Uh, mm-hmm. Roman appears to be well-traveled. He talks about the Pope. He talks down on the Pope. He's like, you like, know... fuck the Pope. Well, they compare it to showbiz, which I see in modern-day religion, especially in this time. It was, like, kind of like the Pope. Like, you know, we have young Pope nowadays. That's oh, yeah. Like no, just Ju- Jude Law. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, is the Pope too much of, like, you know... A celebrity. Yeah. You know, he's visiting Yankee Stadium or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, that was a good uh, touch by the film. We find out that Rosemary was brought up Catholic, and Roman says, "You know, you don't need to respect, respect him." And everyone's named Italians. And then I was like, "Do they need a Catholic girl? Do they need like someone of that religion who's warped a little bit, lost a little bit of their religion along the way in order for this ritual to work? Whatever they're planning." I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for the audience. This movie is called Rosemary's Baby, but <laughs> what could happen? Um, Roman supposedly has seen Guy perform and is struck by one of his actions in his play, and you know he's yeah. playing up that ego to Guy. Supposedly, I doubt it. He used oh, yeah. like, uh, well, like well, well, you know, like she even mentions it to yeah. uh, to Ruth beforehand, where mm-hmm. it's like it's like, oh yeah, because she keeps repeating the same shtick over and <laughs> because over. Because Guy again. has like trained her too. Yeah, like, I imagine whenever she walks into the room, it's like, oh, this is Guy. <laughs> he's been in Luther, and nobody loves Albatross, and some you know mm-hmm. commercials as well. <laughs> um, but you know. 
Poor Rosemary. I wish she was a little bit tougher. And it could be from the time period. It could be the director. Not the brightest bulb in the house. Could be the director, though. Because, you know, Mia Farrow had things going on. There's a lot of the director in this. And she's a smart cookie now. What I mean, did it follow the book? Yeah. Yeah, so, it did well, like, follow the book. But I mean, the book was also a year beforehand, she, like, so same themes, maybe. You even pointed this out, where like, she's really dressed up like a, like uh, a little baby girl. Doll. Yes. Yeah, a little baby doll. Yeah. yeah. And, and, which really points back to just Roman's little, like, little... Uh... Well, it relates to Innocence and that, of course. Yeah, but, yeah, but she's also the one that like, even, like... Yeah. asked for, like, making love, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, what, what's the, where's the innocence there? Mm-hmm. Um, Minnie finds out that Rosemary has a big family and has come from good stock and she's basically like how are your teeth? Are your hips good? How many children could you bear? Uh, just hypothetically of course and we get a pan <laughs> over to Guy and Roman talking hushedly and like Guy is enraptured, mm-hmm. enraptured now he's like listening to every word that Roman is saying but we never learn any details yet again Rosemary is just out of ears you know earshot for this Yeah, and you know Guy says, like, oh, I had more fun. They leave and they, like, butcher, like, Minnie's cake. Like, how could you eat two pieces? That old lady can't cook for shit. And meanwhile, Guy's like, I'll go over tomorrow. And Rosemary's like, hmm, why, why would you do that? That's yeah, a little, little weird. strange. Yeah. yeah, you know, you, you just said that. And uh, Polanski and John, who played Guy, butted heads during this film. John was also an Academy Award-winning actor and <laughs> director that had a loose improv style of acting and did not follow scripts at all. Meanwhile, mm. Polanski was word perfect. <laughs> so these two always did not get along, which could explain just, you know, how could Guy came across delivery. as just an asshole yeah. and, you know, not mm. a good actor because he wasn't really acting. He was kind of improvising everything mm. at the same time. Um, sure you were. Minnie and her friend intrude and give Rosemary some strange smelling necklace that Terry was wearing, you know. Um, and they say it's tennis like, root. I feel bad. At that point, like, just run. Yeah. I feel yeah, or it's like, yeah. nope, no, I'm out of here. Mm. Come on. Yeah, our wine of choice tonight was what is it, Matt? Was oh, it over there? I need. Yeah. I mentioned because it ties into our next fact. Oh yeah, we got Casillero del Diablo. Yes. Oh, Espanol. Carnival. And carnival. Which relates to uh, things happening into this film. Oh, does research. it? And uh, I felt bad because a few weeks ago we drank something with tannins in it, and I could not find it. Tannins? Really? <laughs> Where do you go at night when I perform? Oh. Goodness. <laughs> and, you know, it's over 300 years old, the the necklace, and Guy suggests wearing it. Rosemary decides not to initially. So, you know, she... Yeah, that's true. What Guy doesn't know won't hurt him. And amazingly, when, you know, a few nights pass, Guy gets a leading role, which, you know, he wouldn't get normally from mm-hmm. just acting, because one of his fellow <laughs> actors goes blind out of nowhere. Conveniently. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he also gets a TV lead at the same time. And Ooh. Rosemary talks to Hutch, and she's concerned. She's like, Guy was never good at acting. What? What's going on? <laughs> and, you know, Hutch is just like, oh, that's weird, but, you know, we'll look into it. <laughs> and Guy suggests that Rosemary and he have a baby with roses and all, very over the top. And he plans on Rosemary's period, marks it on the calendar, which is very odd for him, being he's, that he yeah. was like very into himself just he's, a couple he's pushing this shit. days ago. Yeah. Way too pushy. Um, Minnie makes and brings over some of her famous chocolate mouse. Uh, <laughs> and Rosemary only eats some, saying it has a chalky aftertaste or undertaste. And Guy gets immediately defensive. And Rosemary, she's smarter than we give her credit because, you know, she does get rid of it. She does Mm -hmm. be like, she's like, you know, I ate all daddy. What do I get? And he's like, two gold stars, honey. And meanwhile, she's throwing it out in the other room. Yeah. Mm, So, you know, she's a bit more 
just little steps. Because she doesn't have anything to provide like, for herself. She she knows, like, these, like, little things, but, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why she can't really read in between the lines, like, yeah. further down. I just, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Well, we have a theory that Rosemary doesn't know how to read. Right? <laughs> she always sits down for a book and just always gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, uh, a sentence done. And right, the she... only ones she pays attention to are the books with pictures. Yeah, and she they, flicks the through books looking you know, for pictures. Things have to be spelled out for her. You know. But it's always at the most inconvenient of times. Yeah. You know. Just like Emma Stone. Maybe she can't read. (laughs) She's Um, a baby. (laughs) A Rosemary's baby. baby. No, Jamal. You be tripping. You be tripping. There's some wonderful fashion in this film with Mia in the red pantsuit and, you know, all her little outfits that really stand out. Rosemary gets... Yeah, emphasis on little. Yeah, little. I'm not a baby. I just wear baby dresses. Uh, Rosemary gets diz- dizzy and uh, a little woozy, but Guy takes her to the bed and still, you know, makes Whoopi, a.k.a. rapes her yeah. without her permission because she's like, please not tonight. And then she gets turned to a human centipede. Uh, well, we get the odd she- dream sequence number two. We have to explain that. Rosemary's on a boat with John F. Kennedy because he was also Catholic, you know, tying into that. And Roman, as the captain of the ship, they leave behind Hutch, who's like trying to warn her there's a storm coming. It's all very vague. We meet the elevator operator, who's also on the, the ship. Like, you better go below deck. So like, like, you better go down there, lady. <laughs> I know. And, you know, they start to blend. And, you know, we get some Michelangelo mur- murals of creation and David that transition into these Greek, like, satanic murals at the same time. There's a lot of imagery. And then Rosemary is raped by Guy, who turns into something hairy and demonic. As nude onlookers look, including Minnie and Guy chanting, or like Minnie goes, you know, she ate it. She's not gonna wake up now. Keep singing. Yeah. <laughs> she's still like nah, giving she's all the, the old like one two to everyone. Everyone's <laughs> all saggy and naked looking. Mm-hmm. Mm, and really then turns you on. Yeah, and then she scratched. So what do we think of this demon, demon, demonic effect? You know, used was it convincing for the time? Probably. For the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It was a little, you know, the transition was pretty good with, like, him scratching her and then, like, these gloves. It wasn't too I mean, bad. You know. I mean, you would still see imagery like this used nowadays yeah. for, mo- yeah, for, some, for some, like, cult movies. Yeah. I just like the dream sequence because then the yeah. pop, like, pop, pop, the Pope the dips, pope. Out, dips out of nowhere. Is like, hey, I heard you were sick. You got bit by a mouse. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, she's getting raped. She's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry I couldn't come, Father. And she's like, no, you're fine. Just kiss <laughs> my ring, which is also the Kiss medicine. the ring, yeah. bitch. And then she wakes up and she's like, man what the fuck happened last night the I guys do, like, uh, these dream sequences are really I like the second one a lot yeah. the, fir- the first one was good but it's a teaser mostly for what happens mm-hmm. in the second And I really liked it Rosemary wakes up to discover her back is scratched and Guy had sex without consent he mentions like being into necrophilia which is yeah, that's that's a red flag, Rosemary. That's <laughs> yeah. a deal breaker. When you're, when you're, as Liz Lemon would say, oh, that's yeah. a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah, shut it down. Shut it down. But you, you know. married this man, and I said no means no, guy. She said yeah. no. Like, she's even like a, like when he starts like touching her, she's like she's like abrasive. Yeah. Like doesn't like no, don't touch yeah. me. Like yeah. after what you just did. Yeah, he's like you know, or she's like. We, I don't know what was so important, like that we had to do it that split second. Like we, we could have done, done it this morning, morning or even tonight. He's like no, it just really or, it's where it's like, oh no, I was loaded that night yeah. too. So mm-hmm. you know, and it was Short cool, jam. kind of a necrophile yeah. thing. Yeah, it's As Sonic cool. says, no good. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're no. you're too slow. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and we find out that Rosemary's pregnant. She bets Guy in a quarter, Ooh, what an exorbitant sum that she's not. <laughs> Um, one scene that was shot 
later involved uh, Pharaoh's character attending the Fantastics off-Broadway and included Joan Crawford and Van Johnson, who were playing themselves in this role, but it was good for time. Wow. So, you know, Joan Crawford, you know, big big role. Big big name. Um, Guy tells Minnie and Roman that, you know, they're pregnant, and they come in with that. There's a good long shot when they're walking down this hall, and Minnie's going, oh, wow, wonderful, you're pregnant. I I just really enjoy that shot. (laughs) It's simple, but... You know, and they, yeah, they pour four me. wine glasses. Yeah, wine. Which is what for, you want. Yeah, good for the baby. A little wine ain't gonna hurt it, you know. Um, uh, Minnie recommends the friend Abe Saperstein, best doctor in New York. No problems, whatever. And she doesn't Matt recommend. Matt was highly suspicious of this <laughs> Doctor Abe Saperstein. She doesn't just recommend him. She <laughs> forces it. Like, yeah. Gets don't, him on the phone. Don't read any books. Don't oh take any God. pills. Don't listen to your friends. Yeah. Like I'm point. right. Yeah. You're wrong. How could you? How could you? At and that point, th- this is like the making of uh, Miss Trunchbull right here. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. She doesn't know. throw the hammer, though. No, no, or the sticker in the chokey. Nope. Um, Rosemary begins wearing the tennis root necklace, and Saperstein prescribes drinking a daily drink made from mini. And we never know what's in the drink, just tennis root and what, shit. What, what is that tennis root, anyway? That's Was that the, the, oh, the devil's, devil's pepper? Ritual thing, yeah. The yeah, devil's, devil's pepper. Okay. Yeah. The devil's pepper. It sounds I was like expecting, a ghost pepper that's too hot. I was actually expecting <laughs> yeah, flaming hot devil's <laughs> pepper. Flaming hot Cheetos. Cheetos, yeah. <laughs> in this vengeance. <laughs> it smells Hotter terrible. than hell. <laughs> I only wish. Oh, I, I was expecting it to be like human flesh or something. No, it's just root that, you know. Smells popular bad. among mm-hmm. witches. Okay. Yeah. And then Mia enters with the original Manic Pixie Dream Girl cut from Videl Sassoon. Yeah. And everyone's like, and we were watching, we're like, bitch, work that haircut. Yeah, and the guy is like, I hate like, it. Like who like who <laughs> gave you that? Well, like we're also seeing What lawnmower gave you what? that? <laughs> Rosemary. He he's going around the apartment and like like in crutches, crutches over oh, like overacting the whole God. his whole lines and everything. But like even before, like when she first announces to him where it's like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And, and he's like, "Oh, great!" And he's like, "He's so fucking what self- an asshole!" Yeah. He's so self-centered. He, he's doing this all for him. I obviously, think he is the greatest asshole we've seen so far on the podcast. Could he? Yeah, probably. Yeah. What else? Have I don't you remember who else. Yeah, I know, right? I think he stands out to me as the greatest asshole. I think. He, yeah. I don't think I've hated another character as much as Guy in this yeah. movie. I mean, so that's far. true. Like just like her reaction to the end. Of this Maybe movie. in Before Sunrise, just you know. Well, but at least he didn't. We've got two more movies in that trilogy <laughs> a, to get put a before demon I baby in her. Yeah. But, well, you not know, yet. At least that yeah. was consensual. At Just least. Wait, yeah. wait to see where that series I know, goes. I'm waiting. John. I'll be 60 years old. I'll be like, finally, the end of this trilogy. But we'll uh, get there. But um, oh, what was I gonna say? What were we just talking about? Oh yeah, he's like, he he loves her pale, gaunt physique, but he hates like, that haircut. I, I feel sick. Was like, you look great. Yeah, and she's like a cadaver. <laughs> she's like strapped to she's like, feet. She's like ready to kill over. Yeah. yeah. And, well, Matt mentioned that the makeup's a little, but it works. It works. Like you, though, you see it in her you eyes. You see it like instant. It's like yeah, she's it, a ghost. A like effect. and she did. She. I don't think she lost weight. I think it's just the makeup that oh, did it for her. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't think she lost a lot of weight because hmm. she's a skinny mini, like Twiggy esque body type to begin with. But. Yeah. Let me tell you though, I think it might be um, a part of the times or a sign of the times in which this movie is set and was mm. made because First Man actually had a similar thing. Yeah, that Neil Armstrong movie, going back to it. But uh, Neil's wife also gets like a pixie haircut. At least I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of that, of the right movie. Mm. And he's like, you know, we're supposed to have a kid. Like, why would you do that? Like, I'm not going to have a kid with someone looking like that. I'm going to tell you, Neil's kind of a dick. 
At mm. least, well, Ryan Gosling knew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it also took place in the 60s, so. Yeah. Rosemary. They weren't ready for it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I feel bad. Um, Rosemary puts on her baby blue nightgown, which is, you know, the best outfit in the movie with her little slippers as she trudges oh, around. Yeah. Acting sick and pregnant. And we get the introduction to Scrabble that Rosemary just loves her some Scrabble. Mm-hmm. She may not be able to read, but she sure does love Scrabble. <laughs> and Mark was like spelling out, oh, Satan, Satan is. Yeah, or it's like Beelzebub. What could tri- this mean? Triple word yeah. score here. And Rosemary, my favorite scene, snacks on some raw snake steak. Steak. Um, I just love this scene. She's like, puts it in the thing for two seconds, like, oh my done. God. Oh, yeah. Or it's no, like no, she no, 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 no. throws it on the pan. Yeah. And it's like just turns over within two seconds. And she doesn't even think about it's it. Ready. She's just like. That, and that, then goes to writing like Christmas cards out. That's which not, was hilarious. That's not rare. That's raw. Yeah, <laughs> like, she just goes one, two, eh, that was enough. The, that was the most disgusting thing in this film. But no, but far. what? That this steak. movie? Oh, okay. Yeah. But like, John, I liked it. I was into it. Like you had the point out earlier, where it's like I thought it was like during the New Year's Eve. Well, I get, we'll get to it. But like, she's uh, she's I I thought she was eating yams, but like she's eating liver. liver yeah. Or it's like meow 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 yeah. meow. Which isn't isn't that normal though? Because it's there, not raw, like straight from the gizzard. That's but, not normal. But it's like on the plate. It's like with like the the fried chicken that's yeah. like right next to it. So fried chicken, yeah, or or, or baked or, or cooked chicken. I mean, it's right there. So it's like it's presented. I don't to think her. it's normal for her to whip out the chicken and just be like oh, a snack. Yeah, <laughs> love that chicken from potato. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, that's gonna be one of those taglines. <laughs> All right, there we go. Set it up for me. Um, anyways, Hutch comes over and exclaims, Rosemary, you look like shit. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm beautiful. The, the hair? You mean the hair? Oh, guy hates it. Don't worry, I'm going to grow back. And he's like, no, your body looks like fucking shit. Well, you're yeah. Hutch, I'm Butch. <laughs> and Hutch promises to research the Tannis route, but Roman comes over. And it's like, like, you got a man in there? You, you got... You, I smell somebody I <laughs> yeah. don't know. These nosy fucking New York neighbors. I smell someone mm. who isn't a Satanist. Goodness, like pulling a, some Kramer shit. She can't even take a shit in peace. <laughs> yeah. Kramer, he has all the keys. Yeah, he's gonna be in the toilet. Like, oh, what did you eat today, Rosemary? <laughs> Goodness, and Hutch loses Gee, a Tannis glove. Root, yeah. it stinks in here. Oh, oh. yeah, here, have a drink while I'm here. Um, Hutch loses a glove, which is a. Big plot point later. Oh. And we find OJ. out... I forgot to mention, did I mention that... Uh, oh, we mentioned that uh, other actor went blind, too, and that uh, Guy borrowed a tie from him, too. Mm-hmm. So, borrowing these clothing items, whatever could it be? Mm-hmm. And anyways, um, he wants to talk to Rosemary the next day. Rosemary agrees to go out, even though Guy is like, oh, no, you shouldn't. She tells Minnie, I'm, I'm going out. I don't need you anymore. And we get this, like, Mary Tyler Moore walking in the city during Christmas, like, yeah, yeah it's for Christmas, we get the pile about where my background singer's at. <laughs> Mary, 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 I can't read the crew cards, baby. Yeah, but oh. she's walking and having a good time at Radio City. You know, going to see the Rockettes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And never was there ever such a bloody show. <laughs> oh goodness! And who should show up but Minnie going, "Hey, Rosemary!" And she's like, "What a coincidence!" Rosemary's like. Lady, yeah, well, like, like, it's too polite to say anything. She even says that earlier on before she gives yeah, her the chocolate mousse. Don't let this fucking bitch in here. <laughs> and then she comes in anyway. Well, she doesn't come in, she delivers the chocolate mouse. Yeah, it's like, she, how are they finding her? They got fucking they got water it, yes. ass. Yeah. It, it's just like a fucking fight club where yeah. it's like it Tyler Durton made all those connections, everyone's in on it. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that uh. 
um, Hutch falls into a mysterious coma. Yeah, mysterious. Mysterious. And Rosemary calls him up, meets a family friend. I think it's Grace is her name. Did we mention that the they had made plans to meet to meet at yeah. like eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah, for an early luncheon and well, like, to discuss yeah. or like I I there they, if the when she first gets in the city there's like a Santa Claus you know like no like no like bring out your yeah. dad yes. but, but it's like I wanted Hutch to be Santa Claus yeah. it's like, like it's Rosemary me. Hey, oh, it's quick, me oh, yeah. quick meet me in Macy's master of disguise exactly I'm oh. the mannequin Rosemary be, become another person right. become another person oh, I wish turtle 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 oh, he's the turtle Is guy that so bad it's a good movie or is that just a shit movie uh, we gotta watch to find I don't know out. this oh. could be like our fuck you it's January I think that's too far. I think that's a... Stay tuned, audience. Oh, yeah. Well, Rosemary plans a party to get over this and invites her older, younger friends that Guy does not like. And, you know, she starts dumping the drinks in, like, some Suspiria. I'm going to just miss the faucet or I miss the, the whatever the thing you poured into, the drain. Yeah. And just pour it all over. I don't care. She's not very clean with her evidence. So, and especially like when she's hiding pills. pills. It's like, yeah. mm-hmm. there's, just, there's a whole like pyramid of pills. them. <laughs> Where could they be? Um, and her friends come over and go, Rosemary, you look like shit. Yep. And she's like, oh no, this is all normal pregnancy. And they're like, no, Rosemary, we had babies. And mm-hmm. it's not meant to happen like this. And she breaks down, and probably an effective scene. I think it's really effective because... The friends actually take action because Guy, this yeah. whole party, is yeah. like, oh, Rosemary, go there. Then, oh, Rosemary, they, go there. Like, away from the And friends. as female friends do, they shut the door, the door to let yeah. the other men come in. And yeah. It's like, yeah, this, this, this is, these are good friends Yeah, these here. are good oh, yeah. people. Like, I where the hell it. are these friends throughout well, the course of the movie? Well, she tried to call them up at the very end. You yeah. know, that was the last straw. She didn't want to drag them into this because maybe she was afraid that they'd also, like, get like, murdered or involved or sway on her. Or be like, bitch, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, she didn't want that. I just don't think she knew the extent, like, that her... That guy was in on it too until yeah. the end. Yeah, she, she wanted to believe the best of him, you know. Oh, just she, like for whatever reason. she wants to yeah. believe. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> oh man! And late that night, they Roman and Rose, not Roman and Rosemary. Guy and Rosemary have a good fight. A nice oh, row yeah. is and going And she's on. like, I'm fucking done, done with this, this doctor. Shit. Because Guy is suggesting like, oh, you're wrong. You're doing a disservice to it, Mr. Saperstein. No, but like, you're he's not like, being he, fair to him. You're not pregnant, Guy. <laughs> like, he's he's calling his, like her friends bitches. Yeah. Like, those bitches and are like, no, 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 they're not bitches. <laughs> In her little Mia Farrow yeah, voice. I was waiting for her, like, like I, I'm out of yeah, here. right? Not, yeah. not uh, in this. He even picks up, like, crumbs of food and starts like throwing yeah. it at her like no, what the fuck's wrong with you dick biggest dick like, this could be great for my career <laughs> I hate guy I hate him and while they're fighting suddenly Rosemary's pain stops I guess the baby you know has reached that level of maturity mm-hmm. yeah and but it or is scared. because she has yeah. stopped taking the drink for three that, days that could be yeah. it but then too. she keeps taking it yeah, like she yeah, takes well, it once yeah, again which is kind of yeah you, you get that too. montage of her cheering with like, Minnie like hey good work we'll put up some uh, curtains today I'm away I reach out my hand just like it's just Matilda yeah I'm away and you know things are going great for Rosemary apparently but she does want to get that second opinion first before she does get better um, she starts showing. She actually looks pregnant now. Yeah. And we get the Mia Farrow maternity dresses period with her only on maternity dresses for the rest of the movie. And then we flash forward from December all the way to June. Three weeks till the babies are due. Yeah. So it's really quick. Well, we, we fi- see, uh, yeah. yeah, we see New Year's. We see New Year's real, real quick. And then oh, yeah. it flashes to, you know, babies due. We find out Hutch has died. 
and he leaves Rosemary a book on witchcraft. All of them witches. All of them witches. And we only get the vague message that the name is an anagram, which is a really clear clue. But Rosemary, not being the sharpest, you know, takes a while finger. Even Hutch has even dog-eared the page, underlined the name. I thought it was realistic. It was. You say the name, I'm going to think it's the name of the book. And she does make some good attempts, spells out words with just the title of the book. She spells out Roman Polanski. (laughs) (laughs) We thought so initially, but we were fooled. It was uh, Roman, what, Mercado? I uh, smell a clue. Or something like that. Roman Casavet is Adrian Mercado. Or Stephen Mercado. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we find out that, the, oh no, she, there's She Satanists. does spell out um, elf love hey, hellcat yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, and has one letter in her hand. She's like, damn it. Boiled <laughs> again. But elf? she does. Yeah, yeah, what could it be? Drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> Ovaltine. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I wish, Run right? Ralphie's gotta go. How do piggies eat? <laughs> Another crummy Yamaha commercial? <laughs> Fragile. It must be Italian. Yeah. We could have a Christmas story podcast. Christmas time! Well, I'm, I'm not going to say that was my Christmas pick. Oh, but, I love that. Oh. But that's everyone's Christmas pick. <laughs> well, I don't think any fi- podcast has really done that. I don't think wow. anyone's done Eight Crazy Nights, Not John. many have done Suspiria. And not many have done the movie that I was going <laughs> to suggest for my Christmas pick. So maybe coming at you down the bill. Ooh, Krampus? Oh, no. Oh, I do love Krampus. Oh, that's a good one. And people always butcher me for liking that movie. But I love that It's movie. a guilty pleasure. It's I love some Adam Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in the Ta- Twilight Zone Ta- remake. Ta- Leone? Yeah. True. There's a thing on the plane. <laughs> That's like the third remake of that fucking skit. Remake, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how this one holds up. Thanks, John Lithgow. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> um, uh, Rosemary eventually puts together in this scene, which I really like, the music goes, that you know the people next door are Satanists yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Steve Marcato equals Roman Castavet oh no and the neighbors <laughs> are witches and Rosemary wants nothing to do with them yet doesn't immediately just leave like, she's like well I'll just like, stay here they don't get that clue from like the opening of this movie the first 10 minutes when they're the chanting, chanting. Yeah. Like, they could just huh. be singing a Christmas carol or I, something you know? I bet it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing it's just so eccentric old white people like, doing their thing um, and then Rosemary goes to visit Saperstein, who is also an asshole, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, well, we can't tell them about this. I think they're really into them. And Saperstein's like, oh, well, Roman's dying, so he won't be around for the baby anyway. He didn't want me to tell you, but here I am. Not, He's always like, I'm not going to breach confidentiality, but you didn't hear this from me, but this happened. And I'm like, I wouldn't buy that doctor for a second. And also stop reading books and don't listen to your friends. <laughs> yeah, and take these pills. <laughs> And Rosemary ditches the neck the necklace, and eventually she starts walking out in traffic, like she's dazed and confused. Oh, and yeah. this film, Ooh, this scene and... was actually filmed. Uh, Polanski told Mia Farrow with her pregnancy fake belly to actually walk in traffic because he advised her no one's gonna hit a pregnant woman even in New York <laughs> City. And luckily for her, no one actually so, did. So just walk through all the green lights. That's what he advised her to do. How, how many takes did they do? A few. Wow. But no one hit her. Like, just one camera follows her through yeah. the, all the ongoing traffic in New York City. I gotta say, I mean, I a tiny bit admire that. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, it's good. It's a good film. Like, wow. But, you know. That direction, man. That's dedication. That's some Stanley Kubrick type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Equally, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Rosemary eventually learns that an object that a witch possesses can be used to blind, paralyze, and even kill someone, the original <gasps> owner. And Rosemary begins, slowly but surely, to connect the clues. Like, there's a very short oh. amount of clues in this movie, and Rosemary just takes her she, sweet time. She's, she's tying connect, strings she's together. Like, look at math is flying by <laughs> past her head. She's like, working. Is Abacus the, is going. Is this the Yellow King? <laughs> Hamsters. She has beakers set up in the lab. Like... What turns the paper around, turns the page, and eventually is like, oh, "Guy betrayed me," you know. She he a stole clue. that tie and blinded him, and <laughs> gotta die. Gotta get the Hardy brothers on this one. <laughs> yeah, but then Rosemary finally agrees to go see Doctor Hill instead. The doctor she saw at the beginning God. of the movie. That's Thank what goodness. I was clamoring for for because an hour. Because she realizes that Dr. Saperstein, thanks to his secretary who won't shut up, yeah. is like, you know, oh, your tennis root is gone. Well, that smells the same as Dr. Saperstein's aftershave. What? Rosemary just goes, oh, I gotta go take my suitcase for a my, walk. My, yeah. my yeah. husband's yeah. outside. Yeah, I gotta go shuck some corn. <laughs> gotta get a one, yeah. one, uh, one-way flight to yeah. uh, JFK. I'll out be back the real fu- soon. And then he <laughs> runs out or waddles Gotta out. get the fuck out of this city oh goodness and we see this incredible time magazine is god dead which is a real cover of the time period that's and pretty it's cool perfect yeah, yeah. It's perfect yeah. for the scene really you know the imagery i really like the scrabble i like the mm-hmm. words on the magazine it stands out it's a very literate movie in case you didn't tell mm-hmm. um rosemary tries to leave and get a second opinion to dr hill who in turn turns out to be a rat a dirty rat bastard. Yeah, Dear Officer Krupke, you done it again. <laughs> this Saperstein is a devil worshiper and he deserves a year in the pen. Oh, nice save there, Mark. You really tied Sondheim's lyrics together. Hey, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a regular Joe here. Yeah, regular Lyricist. Peter Joe. Were you Nobody Loves an Albatross? <laughs> albatross! I want to see that play. Why does nobody love an albatross? <laughs> They're big ass birds. That's all I know. Somebody needs to make that. Or is it like a golf thing? Nobody loves an albatross in golf because, you know, because Birdie Eagle. Wah! Oh, I never knew that was a thing. Oh, well, well, I'll have a golf podcast to educate you then. <laughs> I only play, I didn't do that well in Golf Story. Yeah. Never had an albatross. Golf Story, great game. But everybody golf, though? Oh, I love golf story. No, everybody I mean, golf. Yeah. Everybody's golf. Everybody's GBC. golf. I don't know what that's is that everybody is golf but everybody was golfing (laughs) what about the frog golf game that's also very popular what about Mario Golf heard of that original GBC Mario Golf uh, Waluigi's original uh, Mm -hmm. appearance oh boy well, we're going on a Hey, tangent. guys, it's the, it's the video the game podcast. Speaking of the real son of Satan, Waluigi here to bring you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Rosemary gets walked back to her cab where Dr. Saperstein's like, don't do any funny business, Rosemary. Otherwise, yeah. You'll be dead. <laughs> There's no, because they need her to have the baby. They're not, they're just like, do it. And Matt's like, Rosemary, you better do something. And then she actually does, but it's like. It's not and, enough. And so, she looks at her person instead of dropping everything. She just like t- t- turns it and yeah. like, yeah. like I have out. books here. Yeah. And then being the men, they are like, oh, woman dropped her thing. Let's <laughs> gather them. And she sneaks into the elevator, rams it up to high speed, <laughs> makes a pregnancy jump, and then startles like, where are my keys? My keys. I can't find the keys. Oh, oh, oh. Opens the door and then like slams guy's mm-hmm. hand in it a couple times. And then she locks it. She puts like two locks around it. <laughs> just and, and, two little like like the latch <laughs> like, locks. She's just like. Eh. 
But like no. you know, like as she's like you know she's running through the apartment and then she, the, the camera's focusing on the, and then we see dude, two of them like this dude, like which is kind of scary because I don't really remember that every time I watch this but it's a little it's oh, like no, it's they're funny. they're Harriet the spying yeah. in the yeah. background tiptoeing but it's like ooh and I'm like wait you didn't hear them come in and like how oh wait and it's meanwhile it's like the whole welcome party is just like in there like ah. I think that scene, like, like it would have been such better, so much better direction if um, they were just like in the shadows behind the like, corner. You know, yeah. Like, well, this is Syria with just the eyes or whatever, you know, or something you know, like that. You know, even but, in like. But oh, what we got, which well, was literally oh, them that, that was too funny. Well, Hereditary does it well. We see a lot of shadowy figures in the shadows mm. that like you don't see initially, and then your eyes adjust, and yeah. you're like, oh shit. There's someone there. Yeah. Took so, him 50 years to figure it out. Well, Heredi was inspired deeply by this movie. Oh, ooh, yeah. I'm going to give it a rewatch. I'm going to say right off the bat, I was spoiled a little bit by Hereditary. So you saw I, it? You liked it? I didn't see it. I was spoiled by it. Uh, so I, I get the similarities that people were talking great. about with yeah. this movie. So It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's still... I was thinking about this in the bathroom. I think Hereditary was the first... <laughs> While you were shitting one day, you know? <laughs> no, just now, just now. While I was shitting. Yeah, on my toilet. That's Hannah's room, man. Goes <laughs> right uh, through you. Want a drink? <laughs> No, I think Hereditary was the first horror movie I ever watched in theaters. Yeah, wow. And I forced yeah. you to go see it. And it was Well, we're going scary. to see Suspiria, which won't be a horror. It will be more like a... A spook? A psychological test of wills. <laughs> I'm excited. For you guys, not me. I'm going to be like, ooh, Giddy is a schoolgirl. I'm uh, hyped. You'll, you'll be jumping. Yeah, I'll be jumping, bumping. Jumping, you know, jumping. Maybe I'll do a bump. I have four days off next week. Whew, you're going to be jumping regardless. I'll be spoiled, yeah. You can play some video games. Never. I'm gonna do work. I'm gonna do work. <laughs> oh, That's you gotta life. paint a classroom, maybe. Don't, don't even. It's not happening. Okay, going back. Talking about true horror. Yeah, we're almost through the movie. We get the crazy jazz that I forgot to mention. I love love when she's in the elevator. That's that's old. So Toby Fox Undertale. (laughs) I really like the score. I gotta say, it's very that episode of Hannibal, which I'm so pissed. My friend hasn't even been back to the Hannibal Blu-ray. There's plenty other stuff I can watch. It's so good though. It is, and it has oh that. But I I hear it's incomplete though because they canceled it. No, really, it's good. Even the third season, it's a quick ending, but it's good. All right, it works out. And it could come back. It won't, but it could come back. <laughs> it won't. Um, maybe and, in a musical form? Maybe. That's, yeah, like, that's, that's just Brian hope, Fuller's alley. Let's just hope American Vandal comes back. Yeah. Oh, it, it will, It'll but on CBS All Access. Uh, which Maybe on Filmstruck. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon. R.I.P.D. Rosemary has the baby, at last, after she's been drugged up. And then she wakes up to Guy looking at her and she's like, oh, fuck this guy again. And she's like, did it happen? And Guy goes, yeah, you had a boy. Yeah, sure. And then she never sees it. But then she wakes up again, you know, goes to bed, wakes up one more time. Another month goes by. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the Guy is just comes in. We get that friend, I forget, uh, Louise. Yeah. Louise, oh, whatever. Yeah. Laura Louise. Laura Louise, yeah. And she gives the start, like, oh, you scared me, Rosemary. Like, she's a klutz. Like, yeah, this they, person they is are a goofball. Yeah, oh, bumbling Satan? Yeah. Is that you? Yeah. And she goes, oh, I'll go get the doctor. And then, like, waddles out. And we find out that Rosemary's baby has died, apparently. And then mm-hmm. she just goes, you're lying. You're lying. Obviously. You're lying. You're lying. And Samusy's like, here, hush, hush. Uh, have, an, have another tut, shot. Tut, tut. Here's this some more for shots because it's another, I think, real shot, like, she gets like three needles in the movie. Like, really, I think. Damn, she yeah. comes an addict after this. No, Mia Farrow's is still good. And she only got a nom. Nom 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 nom. But I, I will say, I think these scenes were really effective mm-hmm. because at this point in the movie, I was questioning myself: like, is um, die, yeah. 
Not even well, that. Just I was questioning the whole movie. Like, is Rosemary kind crazy? of an unreliable narrator? Yeah. Like, is she crazy? I wish Did there she was imagine more. all yeah. this? I wish there was more of that, though. I mean, people are telling her, like, she's crazy all the time. But we're always on Rosemary's side because we have the same clues as her, you know? Yeah. So it's not, like, really against her. I wish it was more, like, vague like that in the end. Mm-hmm. I, I Honestly, I, I was... Uh, kept along until the very end i was like Mm -hmm. this might all just be fake like she might actually be crazy Mm -hmm. and that would be awesome yeah uh but i think we got was also awesome yeah just in a different way it did inspire those tropes i believe so like they only got Mm. better with time you know i think he i think it was an intention Mm -hmm. in the film uh they just didn't really dig Mm -hmm. into it which is fair because it was already long but i think there's definitely uh, traces of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well rosemary Here's a baby crying and mm-hmm. masterfully hides her pills long enough to like stay sane. She goes, "Oh, I'll eat this," and then like just casually right. puts it to the side of her mouth. Like, it's like come, I, come, come, come. Yeah, it's like I saw you just like do like, that. Not put you in your mouth. Yeah, it's clearly right there. Come he on, goes, come on, Rosemary. You're not that. You're not that thick. Yeah. Well, in misery, he like hides it in his bed linen, which is like a better thing. Because yeah. It's, like in the bed, but this is clearly she's just like putting it to the side right here and it's like, oh, I ate it. Mm, <laughs> yummy pill. <laughs> and they're just like, sure, whatever. And they're taking milk from her, and they're clearly like using this little thing of milk for something. Like, oh, we just throw it out because you know when she's pregnant, she's oh, still making don't, milk. Don't yeah. put the spoon but, in there. But they're clearly using it for something because every time Rosemary tries to contaminate it, they're like, oh, don't do that. Don't. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why? She's like, oh, it, it's just messy. <laughs> Bad excuses. And eventually, Hellfire will come one up. night, Rosemary has had enough. She goes to the kitchen, picks up a knife, finds mm-hmm. a, a hidden thing in that closet we saw in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. goes back, guy comes in, and you think she's going to kill guy. She gets that pregnant, post-pregnancy speed. We call her the blue blur. <laughs> yeah. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> too slow. Yeah, you and it, like, the supersonic music. She's a master ninja now. She grabs a knife, goes next door, and finds all these Satanists just chilling with her baby right next door. And she wanders over the crib that's all decked out in black, upside down cross. Oh my god, like a little like like little <laughs> ornament to play with, a little like noisemaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, even at this point, mm-hmm. I thought yeah. like maybe there still was no coal. Maybe was she final, was just yeah. crazy. She's gonna wake up and go, What was it? Yeah. What? Not even that, just yeah, she was just crazy. Mm. I thought it was all still, a dream. There still yeah. could have been a logical explanation. Mm. Well, but uh, yeah. Well, speaking of, ruined. is it all a dream? We have to touch upon briefly, just a few sentences, how the sequel works out. So the book sequel oh, yeah. is that Rosemary is still alive. She ditches Guy. Actually, well, we we have oh, to finish yeah. the movie first. Well, yeah. Yeah. Do we? We're almost close. Finish the movie because okay. we need to get, actually. Like, all right, all right. Get to that. Okay, okay. So we, we still a, think it's a. We still think it's fake out. Yeah, there's a Satanist baby shower going on, and <laughs> Rosemary walks over with her knife and goes, "My God, what happened to its eyes? What did you do? What did you do?" It's, it's like, Shut Satan. Up, Rosemary. It's Satan's yeah. child. Yes. It's got her father's eyes or his father's. And eyes. she looks the guy, and guy's like in the corner, yeah. just like, "What like, have I done?" <laughs> like, oh God, fucking guy. So embarrassed was like oh, my crazy wife. Yeah, they could. Like, why? Why don't they just kill Guy at this point? Or, or Rosemary? Don't need him anymore. Won't get to the sequel. Okay. All right. Um, but you know, it happens. And God is dead. And Hail Satan! Takes the chill, drops her knife. Manny comes over, scratches out the scratch in her floor, yeah. like with her tongue. Like <laughs> that, that's that's, right. a, that's a fun little detail. Oh, yeah. I really like yeah. that. That yeah. I really like. She really Manny's good. Right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's why she won that Oscar. That year. <laughs> these little things. I just didn't think the Oscars would like be ready for such a quirky character yeah. where it's yeah, like you know, yeah. like they're, and they're still all celebrating and like even, <laughs> she keeps and Rosemary's still like content but mm-hmm. like she gets handed tea from uh from Ruth or 
I don't know. Ruth Gordon. Me. Ruth Gordon. Yeah. And she's like, "What's in this? Is it that like that's that Jesus? That's devil's root?" It's like, "No, no, it's Lipton tea. Yeah, Just drink it. Calm down. It's fine." Yeah. So they're like they're like grandma types and grandma yeah. types. And Polanski wanted to cast real Hollywood old timers as coven members, like oh, people people would recognize. That'd be but, really cool, actually. I know, but. Except like, for the one out of ten. He couldn't get any of them. But he did use sketches he drew of how he envisioned each character in the book. Like, even the Japanese or, you know... What, I, I thought that was weird. Photographers in the book. Like, it's all down to the T. Like, how these characters look in the book. He cast hmm. people like that. Um, I really... Yeah. Oh, man. I wish he used those Hollywood types. Because then that would have, yeah. like... Well, we had that Joan Crawford kind of scene earlier. The it was just wall. about money. And people were like, will this take off in this time period? yeah. yeah. And, you know, horror wasn't really... Like, this kind of horror wasn't really in vogue, you know. Well, didn't uh, The Omen come around around this time, Yeah, but too? The Omen is more of a joke, and Lee Rimerick has... I like, don't think that's a joke. I, I like I, Lee, I, Gregory, I, Gregory Peck and Lee Rimerick the, in that movie. The original, yeah. the original I I still really like. I think it's after. That's 70s, right? Because this is... Is 60, it? Yeah, this is 60s. I think it is 70s. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that inspired the... Honestly, movie. I think there weren't many movie. horror movies, like, yeah. in the 60s. No. This is... Yeah, one of the first new. of its kind. So you can understand why people um, would feel like that. Mia was actually a practicing Catholic, uh, and she wanted to be a nun before becoming an actress. So this resulted in some fun reactions and filming. And Polanski stated that he is an atheist, to no surprise. So takes no sides in this, just <laughs> trying to adapt the work. And we get the closing line where, you know, Laura Louise is shaking that baby like a Polaroid picture in the crib. Just like, why is this baby crying? This thing won't shut It's like, how old are you? Did and, you not have children? And Rosemary is just like, you're shaking him too much. And she's like, get away! Back away! <laughs> die! Die! <laughs> Sickness! <laughs> American girl! <laughs> die! And it's like, it's like, let, let, a, or it's Rosemary, Roman, Ro- 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 it's like, no, like, let, let, let her uh, take care of the baby. It's like she's stupid. She she'll compromise everything. Where yeah. you know, to her credit, she, uh, she's kind of right. You know, mm-hmm. like she'd come over there and strangle that co- child in the bed <laughs> in the yeah. crib. But, but he's like, no, no, like let her be the mother, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and a mother's love. La 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 <laughs> la, la, la. And then the movie ends just as it began, but it's effective. I do love that ending. Yeah, you really say. do. Hmm. Some I, people love or hate that ending. Because it'd be... <laughs> I don't know. We'll wait for that pizza rating to oh. to reveal everyone's true intentions. It'd be easy to have a happy ending. I mean, I think it'd be hard, story-wise, to somehow come up with a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's just so much doom. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, you got just... that, that weather report... Yeah, the, the, the heat that showed. Thing. Yeah, that the heat thunderstorms that night. So well, you know. oh, it seems like Satan's uh, yeah. here in town. So the the <laughs> it's uh, about maybe a hundred seventy uh, the Fahrenheit today. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're all gonna burn and die. Yeah. So it's, it's really it's now kind of, for it's kind of ironic. Whenever <laughs> either Satan or the Pope comes to town, traffic is at a standstill. Yeah. Mm. Well, sequel <laughs> sequel to the book is different from the sequel. This had a TV uh, adaptation sequel which is completely different to the plot of the book. Just a brief synopsis for you, just to understand where this story goes. Yeah. Uh, Rosemary Dumps Guy winds up raising her young son. Adrian. Adrian, who grows up to be the president of the United States. Oh, oh my god. And gosh. eventually destroy the world through nuclear holocaust. But then, uh. in an American horror story style twist, Rosemary wakes up at the beginning of the first novel. And yet... It all seems as if it's playing out the exact same way. So it's almost like Rosemary's in a personal hell or something. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. So the sequel isn't as popular as the first novel. I can I see why. But that's what happened. And with that, we finished Rosemary's Baby. So oh. let's put Holy a nice crap. bow 
on our first annual Spooktacular. One question I want to ask you before we rate it is, um, I had a theme going throughout my Spooktacular. However, the theme was corrupted by Sleepaway Camp, which I could not resist not showing you. The first choice was uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Uh, Then we had The Thing, The Shining, Suspiria, and now Rosemary's Baby. Could any of you guess the theme that I was thinking of? Anything. Narrow plot line. Hmm. And you don't have to think hard. If you don't know, that's fine. <laughs> There's a common thread throughout all of these movies. Not Sleepaway Camp. Don't include that. That's for <laughs> Mom, a doer. <laughs> no. No? No. no? I don't, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah? Matthew? Hmm. I always love a good theme. We were in Macbeth together. You know, I always planned the Mac theme B? for the party. Yeah. Yeah, every time we had that dinner on stage, I said, tonight's theme is underwater celebration. And we never did and, it. And I was like, no one ever follows my costume instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Under the sea paradise. Tonight's theme is hoodoo, voodoo. <laughs> no one ever followed it. No. Nope. I'm going to say my theme is... <laughs> my theme? My theme? <laughs> well, my theme... Oh, okay, the theme you think... Is relocating relocating i don't know if it applies to the thing that much mm. but in this movie they move to a new house the yeah. shining they move to a hotel yeah and Suspiria, they move Suspiria, to the, they move to the yeah. dancing dracula theater. moved to transylvania in between england yeah it's a stranger mm. in a strange land wow. always relocating that's good but my theme was way easier than that they're all based on a book God damn it. Oh. Reading is fundamental. I tricked you all. <laughs> Shit. Yep. All based on a book. I don't think I would have remembered that Suspiria was based on a book, actually. I know. I said it so briefly. Huh. It was a hint. But you left out Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Wait, the so thing? So then the theme doesn't really apply. But I was going to pick Dracula. I just couldn't resist giving you Sleepaway Camp. Hold on. The thing was based on a book? Yes. That I had no there? clue about. <laughs> Oh, no one sounds, listens to my no, intros. No, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you just like fucking go off on a tangent and just start. I swear to God, I try to pay attention as close <laughs> as I can. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just nix the pre notes. No, then. no, no, no. They're great. They're great. No, you you, you, give you, some information. Just, just like, like point of like just point in fact you like, sound just, just like the people who hire me in school <laughs> you teach like this and it's not the way you want me to do <laughs> oh man oh, damn all based, on, based a on a book so we'll see you next year with spooktacular celebration um pizza ratings yeah. shall we fried caps fried caps fried caps at the theater, caps at the theater also oh i heard I a spook who's hosting next year it won't be me so Love expect it. a lot more I, gore and well, fun i volunteer as tribute so right, you're well, gonna get plenty good. of that there we go uh, i have one horror film on my list so far <laughs> so you so gotta so add to that roster yeah. a few years and find a theme or not it's yeah, your choice true. i'm not gonna force you based on a book <laughs> yeah. damn um, what was I going to say? I will say, oh, s- regarding the name Spooktacular. Yeah. I got to say, for a while I wasn't into it. You think it's well, racist? No. No, no, no. I'm sort of with Matt. I, Fright Caps Fright works. Caps? Fright Caps We got We got to stick to that okay. because everyone uses Spooktacular. All right. Everyone. Fright Caps. Yeah. I mean, I think we could do like Fright Caps Spooktacular. That's good. Mm. But, um. <laughs> Who could do our logo? Let me tell you. <laughs> I got a guy. That's true. <gasps> Someone did our art. <laughs> you, you know a guy? Mm. I hope it's not this guy. Yeah. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> Someone did our hey! art. Hey! I'm hey, the a, guy. A phone call. But, um,. So I, I was just like in the bath. I, I have my best thoughts in the bathroom. Let me tell you. Oh, I mean, who doesn't? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, McBee memories. Memories. <laughs> that was an inside joke for McBee. Too. All alone in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> but I was okay. I mean, maybe I'm slow. Maybe I just don't think about it. But spooktacular always felt clunky to me until I realized. It's a play on spectacular. Oh, God. Oh, God. Spectacular, spectacular. The words about vernacular. I mean, okay, I knew, obviously, that it was a play on that, but I didn't realize how similar the sounds were. And so now I, maybe I like... Maybe since you've been inspired by five films based on books, yeah, maybe you'll pick up one of your own. Books won't help me sound things. Uh. Oh. Well, but yeah, spectacular. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, a, me too. I think a it was plus. a success. I think yeah. it's a little clunky, but it's the first year expected. We got better with time. It was good. I think, you know. I'm you, like, Once we learned not we to We had drink, all the yeah, time in the world. world. Uh, no, I've been telling some friends, and they're like, ooh, you watched that? Yeah. I've always been interested in that. Oh, or like, oh, I've never heard of that. But mm. ooh, That's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so spread to your friends. <laughs> yep. Like STDs. Yep. Um, pizza rating, <laughs> shall we? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Eight out of eight. Favorite horror movie. Right. Full pie. Full blown pie. Uh, bold words. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Damn. Stab me. I'm Kill gonna me. Say, uh... You're all gonna laugh at me, aren't you? you know We're what? all gonna laugh at you. We're all gonna laugh at you. Near miss. Another near miss. Also, I should have killed yeah. myself when I put it in me, <laughs> and I liked it, and I liked it. Danish seed. Well, my buttons came undone. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm pizza. gonna say I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a pretty high seven point two five. Whoa! Seven, seven and a quarter out of wow, eight. Pizza. That's a lot of that's a lot of pizza. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> mia. I liked it a lot. I liked the atmosphere. It was spoopy. It was <laughs> spoop. Ooh, it was spoopy. You just spooped a little bit. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And, 7.25 um, I, that that ending was ballsy I really like the ending wow mm-hmm. I gotta say it was I um, feel good I feel was, good yeah you just don't have until Mark's rating comes and blows <laughs> my mood da, 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 da. but be honest uh, I'll say I wrote the bat 6 out of 8 6 oh. out of 8 slices I think you're being lenient no 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 I think you're being lenient no 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 so hear me out first <laughs> so I feel like this is a movie that everybody should watch mm. I really do um, even the blind of course the blind even that one blind actor <laughs> uh, no uh, it's it definitely for it's time for it to uh, make way for some of the movies that have already come out and like got some really high high claim you know like like I was said uh, Hereditary even The, mm-hmm. the Omen which mm-hmm. I guess came out after this mm-hmm. um, it's got a lot of uh, interesting moments of how it really like enables horror and like even the dream sequences like that's also like a, a thing something that doesn't normally happen i mm-hmm. guess around this time as well that really like pushed for something like that and some of the imagery especially the ex- exorcist that's actually one of my favorite yeah. parts of the film is some of the Too spoopy for stuff, me. Stuff, also based on a book <laughs> some of the stuff that happens in there it's, it's very it's very very interesting and this no as, for me in this house but uh yeah like just in terms of like what even the ending yeah i'm i'm very for how it ends you know it's you know you you can it's almost you you know you can almost be like like that person there's like like she gotta kill that baby she gotta you know Mm -hmm. like like like, i mean that was me you know she's gotta do that but of course i mean we're all in that mindset we're like stab 
and the antichrist right now where it's like no like like she's in her own world her own yeah. mindset and the way it ends it's so sort of like kooky in its mm-hmm. own way and it it makes sense yeah so uh i'm yeah i'm i'm totally for it i'm totally for this movie as critical as i was in some areas especially while we were watching it i'm mm-hmm. totally still for well we were it. all critical while watching i wouldn't be yeah. you know with that. No. Yeah, I, I like the ending going along that in the same line as uh, I like the ending of the thing, where it's just kind of like, yeah, you might be doomed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a very good chance you're doomed. Yeah, yeah. but you're just gonna kind wait of do it what out. You have to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. wait it out. Just do it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and speaking of the doom, another reason I gave it such a high rating is the movie really does narrow in. Um, basically, narrow it, it narrows. Mia Farrow's or Rosemary's like just possibilities like mm. escape routes mm-hmm. like yeah. one by one it just yeah. eliminates yeah. them mm-hmm. like there is no getting around this um, I mean I bring this up from time to time for the same reason but Breaking Bad it's like once yeah. you do on once path. you do yeah. one thing yeah. you're just you're set there you're set like yeah. there's so many obstacles and barriers in your mm-hmm. way and so many people above you she waited you. too long mm-hmm. yeah. totally agree yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're basically doomed mm-hmm. and it was it was just effective. I kept on rooting for her, but yeah. ultimately, yeah, it was it was true. It's true horror. Help her, but you can't. Mm-hmm. She's a movie. Kid. Just like <laughs> just like uh, Adolf Hitler, it was a downfall. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, that joke, we officially <laughs> committed murder on our fight caps at the theater year one. Oh um, yeah. Before we go and continue and resume our regular movie watching experiences, where can our audience find you, lovely gentlemen? Well, you can find me over at MZBro Jr. over on Instagram or Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter. Mm, you can find me, Jonathan Wojcicki, uh, Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter. You can follow my anime, Was Not a Mistake podcast, Studio Jihibli Retrospective, on most social media platforms. Uh, next, we're watching. Ooh, I forget. Just to listen to the episode. There you go. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, we watched Pompoko. We love some raccoons. Whatever. Oh, only yesterday. How you, could I forget? I, I, oh, uh, not only yesterday. Um, Whisper of the Heart. One of my favorite films in the Ghibli canon. I don't know why I forgot. I watched. Huh. I, I was yeah. listening to the Totoro episode the other day. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. I, cute, I, right? I like. I like Totoro. Yeah. He's a fun like little de- cat. death demon that, thing. That that uh that cat that cat bus. Yeah. That fat cat. Yeah, the fat, fat cat. cat. <laughs> Speaking of a fat cat, we have one right at the side of our table. <laughs> Ooh. Well, Where can right our audience him. find you? What are you gonna pull out your ass this week, <laughs> Matthew? Well, let me let me tell you, I I got nothing. <laughs> oh come uh, on. A, f- a few friends of mine recently it's have been funny. Getting, they've been getting engaged, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just, it's all happening. Life is hitting me, so don't find me unless you're going to put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Um, any hints? Who's next? Oh, well, I'm next, uh, ladies and gentlemen. In mind? I, I do. A as, hint? as a matter of fact, this next movie takes place in space. Oh, no. Oh, I, th- I really thought you were saying Spain. Yeah, uh, I thought you were saying I'm, And I'm going to refrain from saying any quotes from it, okay. but uh, you'll definitely see some recognizable actors uh, that with some uh, Oscar claim oh, to fame, is. but it's <laughs> but it's it's definitely going to be some good schlock. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, I know oh, what it okay. is already. All right. I thought I might know what it is, yeah. but I don't know what it is. Stay tuned, yeah. audience. All right. Good night.
enjoy the show. I'd offer my own commentary, but I've still got popcorn kernels in my teeth and a slight aftertaste of gin I just can't seem to get rid of. Maybe I shouldn't use it as mouthwash anymore. If you would like to offer your own two cents on the podcast, be sure to rate, review, and dare I say, even subscribe. Don't forget to find us on most social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Nightcap Cinema. Don't be afraid to join the conversation, offer your own take on the films we watch, or even suggest something that we should see. We are always welcome and open to all feedback. After all, everyone's a critic. Can I be real for a second? As an avid podcast listener and newbie podcast creator, I better understand now more than ever just how much work and dedication it takes to create and share things through this medium. By taking just a few seconds out of your extremely busy days, you can honestly make a world of difference even for us. Just a couple of millions who talk about movies for shigs on the internet. I would like to personally thank anyone who contributes in any way. Remember, it's all possible thanks to listeners like you. Thank you. What do you mean that's not going to fly with PBS? You think those antique road-showing geriatrics are going to listen? You have got to be kidding me. Ugh, we'll just cut it in post. <laughs>